decide the topic from love chat for Matt to the hate in your heart. I can't believe it. There are no limits. You can be nice. I love legends. You can be mean. I don't give a fuck. Or you can blow it all up. Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you are at, where you get our number, we are at your mercy. Something like that. You know, every once in a while I flub one, but close enough. It is a duct tape production, of course. Anyway, hello, Blonde. Hi. Uh, While it's uh, fresh on my mind, I was just setting up the stream beforehand. Of course, we're streaming to Trovo now after the DLive debacle. On Sunday, I mentioned that I was just uh, giving the finger to DLive and turning off that X tag that banned Super Chats, and we were going to have fun with that. Well, the update since Sunday is DLive manually turned my X tag back on and emailed me and said, you better do this. And I said, get bent and stop throwing stop throwing everyone under the bus. And for that, they just took away my ability to toggle the tag off. So Super Chat is officially dead on DLive. I don't know what that means for our DLive community. I will keep streaming to DLive. As far as I know, I can open up the treasure chest on Sundays and we can still do some interactive things on DLive if you guys want to hang out there. Other than that, it looks like Trovo will be the alternative uh, stream site of choice. But, you know, it is getting... um, it's getting a little tiresome to be chased around the internet. So worry not. I'm thinking about options we may have to host our own thing or places where the stream can live when the Susan hammer eventually falls and places like Just build D-Live. your own internet skag. Yeah. I mean, we might be coming up on that and it'd be nice to have our own independent thing. That's uh, that nobody can ax. That said, it is not easy to build that sort of infrastructure that can handle the traffic that you need and also have the cool interactive features that we've come to enjoy things like super chat, things like chat that, that works well. Um, it, you know, it's, it's kind of like, uh, being banned from Ferraris and going back to build a wagon and you just, <laughs> it works. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do, but it is frustrating to know that technology exists. And because of political ideology and intolerance in general, we have to go back to rebuild and reconstruct the wheel each and every time. Everyone has to go build their own wheel in their own home. This is the future that we're heading towards. So yeah, I appreciate everyone's patience as we try to sort out stream availability and all that stuff. I wish we didn't have to spend time and waste time doing this sort of thing. But um, if, it, if it frustrates you as it frustrates us, um, I don't know, send D live an email and tell them to get, to get bent. Like I did. It's uh, it's great fun. Anyway, not here to complain. That is not, well, unless everyone wants to complain. The point is, it's the listener-driven show, so I will delay no more. Um, But you guys are familiar with the structure here, so we'll take calls uh, in our randomized order. We'll take super chat breaks every half hour. We'll check in with you guys there. If you'd like to participate in the show, if you're new to the show and you'd like to participate, there's instructions in the YouTube description how you can do that. If you'd like to participate in the show, um, but you can't do it live or you're having trouble getting in, of course, you can send us an email. And we'll respond to those in the last half hour each and every week. The email address is still beautyinthebeta at gmail.com. One of the many things I have to get taken care of in the next few days. But for now, that is still the place to get, to send your call-in show questions. And we'll get to those at the end of the stream. Anything else? Am I forgetting anything? Uh, nope. The first caller tonight is a short word that starts with an N that I can't say. <laughs> Draw your own conclusions. But Mr. Short 
word that starts with an N that I can't say. I don't see you in the waiting room. So just a reminder, guys, hop into the uh, one of the waiting rooms if you're up so I can grab you and I will circle back. All right. Uh, Razorback is up after that. Let's see. Got to hop in the waiting room, guys. Otherwise, I can't get you. Orwell's ghost. Let me grab Orwell's ghost. Orwell's ghost. You there? Yeah, I'm here. What's going on, guys? Doing all right. What's on your mind? Oh, well, I, I got engaged a couple weeks ago. Congratulations. Is she a good woman? Uh, yeah, Did you she's, settle? she's pretty awesome. She's pretty right. awesome, actually. I'm pretty excited about it. Um, I got <laughs> I got my feet forced to the fire uh, with work. They, uh, they're transferring me to another place, and I was like, well, okay. I'd been thinking about it for a while, and I was like, well, you know what? Um, I do, you know, I kind of did a macro to micros like, okay, can I live without her? No, I'd crawl into a hole Aww. and I'd die if there was, you know, if there was, if, if I couldn't have her. So then I was like, okay, will she go down? Will she move without me? Yes. Do I want to do that? No. So yeah, so we're going to get, uh, we're going to, we're going to get married and we're going to get married sooner rather than later. We're going to get married in a few months. We already live together. We're like, why not? We're going to have a small ceremony where it's just our immediate family. And then probably like next summer, we're going to have a, uh, like a big, big party next summer Excellent. when everything's normal again. No. And yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's that everybody was like kind of giving a shit. And we were just like, we were like, dude, you know, okay. So our Lord and savior Fauci has basically told us, oh, this thing could go on forever. So it's like, I don't know when this thing's going to end and I'm not going to wait until it does. No, you can't. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah I, so I, my, I, 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 I've got to go on with my life. Agreed, 100%. And I'm glad you're making that choice. I just, just, we faced this same decision last year, obviously. And I just, I just don't believe life rewards people who put important things off in that way. If you're sure that you want to do something, every day is a gift. Tomorrow is never a guarantee. Take advantage of what you have today. Yeah. Build the life that you want today. Don't put it off. I mean, for yeah. all I know, you know, I, I put off our marriage until 2021, 2022, and I, I die in a car exactly. crash or something like that. And we never get married. You, you don't want exactly. to, the prospect of that reality. Yeah, the the I mean, that was that was the that was the biggest issue. And I mean, the really nice thing is we're moving out of the we're moving out of Washington D.C. out of metropolitan Washington, which is mm. fantastic. Oh, yeah, it's it's fantastic. This. This city is just an absolute dim kerosene lamp for the world's most narcissistic fucking moths. And <laughs> and and I, I'm and that's why I mean, I didn't really want to talk about, you know, talk about getting engaged or talk about that but because I wanted to talk about the fucking GameStop today, which is awesome. But but well, but I can see do. everybody. I want to I hear people's well, thoughts if you have any. I, I well, feel like I 50 percent understand it. I'm not super keen on this, I'll, but I get it. I'll, enough. I'll give yeah, I'll give you my quick my quick rundown. I was talking to my brother about it. If the government intervenes on this, which it is looking like they're going to, and you know, just preemptively disavow political violence, what is going to happen afterwards is going to make January sixth look like a walk in the park. Um, okay. I he's, will he's, eat your ass. And you're already hearing you're already hearing whispers about Ameritrade. You know, because I guess Ameritrade is basically going to say we are we are going to halt sales on the stock for 30 days to let it cool. 
There's there are rumors that the New York Stock Exchange has, you know, that, that what? I guess why though? Whoever's is, in charge. There's nothing illegal about what's going on here, is there? As there's far, as far, there's not. There's not, and they've and and people are already digging through the subreddits, and all they can find is people saying, "Fuck Wall Street." And fuck everybody else. We are buying up this stock because fuck you. Yeah. And so, so yeah. If that's and and you know the laws are actually quite clear on insider trading, and nothing that we've seen in any of the subreddits for any of the people that or for, for the uh, uh, the Wall Street bets uh, is indicating that no, they are going. None of them would have any wrong. specified knowledge about this. Nobody had any insider information. What's really dangerous about this is that now groups of people can see that they can do this. Hmm. Yes. Uh, that's, that's, that's the problem. So, so right there, what you're seeing is wall street is coming out and saying, Oh, we need, we need help. Oh, we're weak. We're fragile. Oh, okay. All of a sudden, individual enterprising citizens who get together and have free association and have free cooperation with each other can make billions of dollars. They knocked 10 billion or 16 billion off, off of these hedge fund managers Hmm. with nothing more than a subreddit and some enterprising Gamergate energy. I know. Yeah. It's, it's so great. I just hope this keeps happening. Whatever yeah, you can it, do to to take a buck from from these people, everybody should be encouraged to do that. I mean, right the time. Absolutely. Um, Final thought hey, from I, you. I, if you if no, you. no, yeah, that's 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 what I was going to say. And and what the thing is, the people need to keep piling on the pressure. Do hmm. not let these people gain a fucking inch, because if they if they if if you give them an inch, they will take a mile. Keep piling on the pressure. Do not stop. Because they don't know what to do when they get pushed when they get pushed into a spot, hmm. except except to garner more power. Well, I like the so, uh, attitude. Yeah, I like absolutely. The enthusiasm. Hey, Thank you, man. And congratulations. Yeah, that's, that's really good news. Congrats to both of you. Thanks. So, thanks so much, guys. I'll talk to you next week. Yeah. Right. Good night. Um, real quick, because to me, as I saw this GameStop story develop today. I think I got enough of an understanding of what's going on, but do you feel like you're comfortable enough of explain like a, a 30 second, one minute dummy explanation of exactly what happened? So I might understand? be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure because I just read about this for like a few minutes today that they were able to get tons of people together to short sell. And then uh, they drove the stock price up, I believe instead of down and so they were able to collect on that. Is that correct, live chat? Or they they were they were screwing over the hedge fund managers who were short selling, basically, is my understanding. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's what so they did. A bunch of people stood to profit on struggling stocks like AMC or GameStop. Which tanking. is all public information. Yeah. Yeah. And because they stood to profit on those companies performing poorly, a bunch of enterprising individuals got together and I guess bought up the stock or other mechanisms to drive the price up and screw over those who were short selling. Oh, okay. I'm totally wrong. Take what I said and reverse it. They, they <laughs> bought it. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're calling it a short squeeze in the live chat. Yeah. Yeah. So, so just, just in layman terms, as far as I understand, people are betting that these companies are going to perform poorly. It's a way to screw over those wall street types who make money off of other people's suffering by jacking up the price in a way that will uh, cost them millions or billions of dollars. That's true, which I think is awesome. But it also, the increase in value doesn't actually reflect an increase in 
ingenuity in the company or like no. that they're creating a better it, it's not reflective <laughs> no, that's of why like that, so. yeah don't uh, this is not a, a investment advice I, under no circumstances would i invest in gamestop for uh profit seeking venture uh this is purely people i think playing around with some uh, excess cash they have to screw over people whose livelihoods are largely built on bets of other people getting screwed over or at least suffering is the idea yeah Elon Musk just tweeted about it, too. Okay, that so that's part of what set it on fire. Uh, okay, uh, Razorback, I saw you in the uh, in the waiting room, at least for a second. Uh, yeah, there we go. Let me uh, pull Razorback in. And please excuse my half understanding on all of this. This is not an area of expertise oh, for me. Oh, they, they forced the margin calls. Okay, this is what they did. Yeah. Uh, the hedge fund shorted, I'm, I'm reading 120 to 250% of all of the GameStop shares, like, all of them. Mm-hmm. And then they drove up the price in a short squeeze. So they forced the margin calls. So the margin calls were way more expensive than what they expected them to be. The I, I don't know that. Up. What's that term? What does that mean? So when you short sell something, you expect you, you, you're, you're like, a, it's an agreement to pay at a later date mm-hmm. for an unspecified right? Price. Like you have a debt and they jacked up the price of your debt basically. Yeah. Is that the yeah. idea? Yeah. Um, so, so that's the margin call. It's, it was gotcha. just much more than these hedge funds expected. Gotcha. Okay. Razorback, you there? Let him hang out a second. Uh, I can't hear anything off you just yet, but if you can get that mic going, we will check in with you. Uh, Frank is up after that. Where is Frank? Oh, here he is. Mr. Frank, how you been? Ah. Oh, he got dips too. He might be on mobile. I don't know. Frank, you there? Okay. I'll keep pulling people in. Maybe we're having some, maybe the powers that be at discord are pressing some buttons again to mess with us. Um, hey. yeah, there you go, Frank. What's on your mind? Hey guys, I saw a discord did something and I had to close it. And open it. Mm. It's okay. So, so I have to say, Blonde, your, your interview with the legal man was a tier content. Was what? A tier content. Like, ah, A tier content. That's what I like to yeah. hear. Thank you very much. Um, if you guys haven't watched it, check it out. I have some people coming up. I think that I'm going to do Owen Benjamin this week on my channel, and then Roosh V is to come. And I don't know, maybe maybe Andrew Anglin is in the works. Maybe that's how I'm going <laughs> to... Okay. You know, that's, that's a pretty gonna... based uh, outline of guests, I have to say. Let there me know what you think about the Andrew Anglin thing, because I'm really deciding, because it will, my channel will be done. Like, that's it. it. They, He's will nuke, they will nuke you for that, yeah. So. But, you know, he was the canary in the coal mine. He got banned, and everybody was like, oh, well, it's just Andrew Anglin, and blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 um, yeah. And we and owe a debt to Alex him. Alex Jones, and then the next guy, and then the next guy, mm-hmm. soon everybody. Yeah. yeah. But I, I wanted to talk with you guys, because I've been like... Uh, interested lately in like the, the health the corner of youtube mm-hmm. it's it's quite interesting how how like uh, almost all the like the, the basic like uh, guidelines that we have for for being healthy is basically wrong probably what, what are the top examples well that you should you should eat a low fat high carb diet oh that's yeah totally stupid yeah. you know the old food pyramid the- yeah, it's the yeah, turn it on its head and you you've improved five thousand percent. Yeah, and it's also like the the thing about sugar, you know. 
Mm-hmm. Like it's what's causing the the diabetes and the and the weight gain. Like, mm-hmm. like the most interesting thing I learned is that uh, a calorie is not calorie. You know, it depends uh, what you eat, how yeah. much uh, fatter you get, and uh, when you eat also. Like really? Yeah. If yeah. You, yeah so like, like for example, if if you take some people and you put put them on the exact the same diet, uh-huh. and you have one group eat just eating the same shit, but just six times a day spread out. And one group eating once or twice, then the group who eat once or twice, they they they, they gained less fat. Oh, I thought like I thought smaller meals were better for you, like more smaller meals. That's worse. It's no, worse. that's well, that's we... worse because you 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 increase your blood sugar. Okay. And that uh, that causes insulin production, and uh, well, that's and good. In, in, insulin forces uh, forces the carbohydrates to be yeah and if you think about the way we've evolved we were supposed to hoard resources and then be able to go long periods Mm. um without eating i like to eat just giant meals so that's good news for me just a few of them but huge yeah yep yeah just stay away from the the carbs and but they're so delicious yeah i've tried to cut back on carbs here and there but uh I don't know. I like I could never go full keto or any of that stuff. It's that's too much. But um, well, I I tried it for like the last week. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't really a problem, you know. And especially when I did like I did like fasting for three days straight, like uh, one day ago. And like two days in, I just I just felt like like on on cloud fucking nine, you know. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like like my 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 mind like my my. I was so much clearer, like like mentally, just just my thinking was was a lot lot better. So, <clears throat> so much regarding of... the food period. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> no, you. Here we go. Ladies first. Go for it. Um, regarding the food pyramid thing, though, I they they I knew they were in cahoots with some companies and stuff like that because they they had all the data on who has the longest lifespan when they release the food pyramid, and it was always. Uh, people were healthiest with Mediterranean diets and the Japanese. Um, so they they clearly knew that they were lying to us. Well, the the interesting thing is that that the the study that kickstarted this whole uh, high carb low fat thing back in like the the fifties, the guy who made it, he he basically doctored the the, the study to, hmm. um, to to provide the the um, what's it called. Uh, it, it was basically the correlation between uh, between saturated fat consumption and the heart disease. That's yeah. what, what uh, kicked it off. And uh, the study he made, it was like uh, from data from the World Health Organization. But he, he picked uh, he picked the, the nine uh, countries out of the 22 countries in the data set to make his, uh, his study that, wow. that uh, fit, fit what he wanted, you know. Because if yeah. you, if you use all the twenty two uh, countries from the data set, it, it just there's no color uh, coloration between uh, saturated fat consumption and, and heart disease. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Well, th- that's uh, that's good information. Thank you for that. And uh, you know, it's always good to think about like uh, topics for self improvement and stuff in such crazy times, and not get lost in the political mess. I'm still working on that banana flag, man. I don't know. I haven't made any decisions yet, but <laughs> well, do you need a higher, higher, higher resolution image? I can always uh, make it happen. 
Uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. Um, I, I <laughs> the, the next flag I have for the next space is a Betsy Ross one. So we only need 13. We don't need 50. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. I get you. Well, I won't <laughs> hold you guys up anymore. So go Thank you, man. I appreciate it. And happy fasting. Yeah, and it's free. <laughs> that's, that's true. Thank you, man. See you guys around. Bye-bye. So much of that stuff is just uh, like breaking habits is just getting through those first few days. It's always the most brutal part. Yeah. Uh, it's just breaking a habit for the first few days, the first week. And then by the time you're through that, you hardly, you hardly remember what it was like before. So unless you're quitting alcohol, then it just sucks forever. I've never found alcohol to have any kind of uh, like addictive properties for me, but well, you course, must not be an alcoholic then. No, definitely not. But of course, you know, plenty of people do. And I've uh, plenty of friends who exhibit those traits. Oh, yeah. So, but like for the me, first time I drank, I was like, oh, this is going to destroy my life. Mm. <laughs> I knew immediately it was always like that. But I'll, I'll, I know some people that they drank normally for a long time and then it was a problem. Mm. Let's get Razor back in here. Razor back, you there? All right. Maybe having some technical issues. Um, we'll keep you around Razorback if you can get it working. Might be on mobile. Always good for a friendly reminder to everyone that uh, desktop, laptop tend to work a lot better than mobile does. It keeps kicking them out, so I'm guessing it's a mobile issue. Um, but mobile can work sometimes. It just it doesn't work reliably. Uh, Meadily, hop in the waiting room if you're still around. I'll circle back to you. Summon else. Let's try someone else. Someone else, you there? All right, moving along. Shadner, Shadner's up next. Shadner, are you there? Hello. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's go. As you guys both chimed in at the same time. Let's go. Someone else, and then Shadner. I'll get right back to you. Okay. Just sit tight for a second. Sounds good. All right. Thanks. I have you. Someone else, actually, but you're at a very low volume. Is there any way to boost your mic a little bit? I don't hear a thing. Hello, can you hear me now? Barely. Barely. You, you want to yeah, you want to work on that mic? Shadner, and I'll see what I can do. Yeah, sounds good. Thank you, man. Shadner, are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. How's All it right. going? All right. Doing well. Thanks for patience, guys. I didn't mean for <laughs> production discussion on air, but you know how it goes. Anyway, what's on your mind, man? Quite a bit. Um, but I'm I've got one in particular in mind for tonight. Um, first off, I want to say thank you guys for all the work you've done. I've been following you guys for several years now. Well, thanks. Uh, you guys really have been a sanity safe space for me. Blonde, the computing forever uh, interview that you did was the one that that uh, that rung my bell a little bit, gave me some stuff Aww. to think about. So that was uh, that was a really good one. Thank you. That's so great. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, so Matt, I sent you an email a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. um, when you guys were covering the riots, the Capitol riots, um, you had covered on that Sunday, you spent like 10 minutes talking about, you didn't think they were quite justified because there hadn't been a, a list of demands, so to speak, delivered to Congress of ways that they were failing in governing for them to address. And I know I emailed you about that. I think a, a number of other people emailed you about that. You said sure. something about that at one point. Yeah. Um, and I was wondering how your position on that may have changed. 
Uh, I, I don't think it has. I would still stand by what I said that Sunday, which is I, I wouldn't necessarily what did, what say. What did you say? I don't remember. I wouldn't necessarily say that the grievances are unjustified or even withdrawing your consent from this arrangement of government is unjustified. What I would say is that to be as morally square and as organized as possible, I think that we need to have a much higher level of organization than was displayed that day. Because that, I mean, we're not going to go into the the halls of Congress and smear poop on the wall and achieve uh, just or good ends. Have we confirmed <laughs> that they did that? I haven't seen any photographic evidence. I guess I guess I've not seen the photos, but I've I've heard reports. Um, Can I so give yeah. a little pushback? Sure. I think right now we're going to have a really hard time organizing when the government is cracking down on anyone that's remotely right leaning as uh, potential terrorists. I agree. Um, and that's, that's why I'm so careful about everything that I say about this sort of thing. And that precludes any kind of organization that would allow the type of, of, of pushback against the government uh, of the kind that you're, you're saying is needed. But I guess, uh, so we could set, like, uh, there are two components to that argument. One is a moral component. One is a tactical component. And if you, j- if you set aside the moral component, and we just go with the tactics here of being as organized as possible. I, I understand it's logistically difficult and there's a lot of risk that we carry if you start talking about these things because they'll bust you up. But the other side of it is what, what other option do you have? Because it, there is, I don't think it's possible to lone wolf your way out of this. I don't think that's ever going to happen. Yeah. No, I'm in a position right now where personally I'm, I, lost slash left my job due to covid uh, about mm. four months ago um i left texas i moved to pennsylvania which is where i've wanted to live for years and i was kind of kind of betting on trump winning and th- us bouncing back from covid by now mm. and uh i was hoping to be able to get a job fairly easy and and with with the way things have gone that's not the case so um i'm i'm in a position where i know i know one other person in the area and i'm like not leaving the house for weeks at a time Mm. um and it's the the networking and the organizing locally is really hard no doubt um but you guys have have been a, a big part of of keeping me um on even keel regarding what's oh, well, going on. Well, so thank you. That. And that that's, this is what's ironic. And, and you know, I, I hope that you get through all this stuff. I'm really sorry to hear it, but I, I hope that you'll, uh, you know, maintain, um, maintain efforts for productivity and keep working toward, toward the things that you want to achieve and all that. But it is funny, uh, not funny, but it's ironic that, that this sort of discussion is accused of being extremist. Uh, the, people would say that this discussion right now is on the on the edge of terrorism, at least people in positions yeah. of government power yeah. or the Department of Homeland Security. When in reality, what you're saying, I think, um, and what I hope to achieve, obviously, is exactly the opposite, that these problems are are severe and serious. And if we don't have opportunity to talk about them openly, what's left? All that's left is the sort of violent action that we would all like to prevent. Exactly. I've I've. Personally, being stuck in this house, kind of this social isolation um, that I've I've been uh, kind of restricted to by our government right now has yeah. definitely had me in periods where I've um, 
I, I've definitely been hurting mentally. I've definitely mm. uh, waffled back and forth between periods of, of wanting to do something absolutely ridiculous and, uh, and periods like I'm in right now where I'm, I'm doing pretty good right now. So good. Well, yeah, it sounds like you're, you know, you're putting a lot of serious thought to it and maintaining a level head. So, yeah, I, I try. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to mention to you before I forget is, sure. um, I know you guys have problems with the YouTube algorithm all the time. Uh, yeah. Spiffing Brit is a kind of a gaming channel, but he focuses on exploits. He looks at um, how can I break this game? Hmm. Um, like Cyberpunk came out and the developers sent him a copy early and he live streamed it like the day before it released. And by the time it had released, he had already figured out a way to boost the pistol shots so much that they were doing like hundreds of thousands of damage to the point where they were like crashing the game before the game came out. Um, so can he break but, Susan? <laughs> yes, that's actually okay. what I'm talking about. The latest video that he came out with was how to break YouTube. And it relies on the uh, community, um, like the, the chat, the like you can put out the little messages on the community page um, and polls and stuff like that. And oh, it relies yeah. on using that. So um, I highly recommend giving his video a watch. It's like a 20, 25 minute video. That'll improve video exposure in their algorithm. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Really? And the, the way the YouTube algorithm works is it looks at engagement. Right. And video, they can like and comment. Um, but because of the way that the community uh, messages, like, like, they're basically tweets, but in YouTube, yeah. uh, because of the way those were, were horribly put out and then ignored um, originally, YouTube boosted them in the algorithm so that any any of the chat messages that you put out to your community um, get seen by way more people than your videos do. Interesting. Um, and then the engagement there gets boosted. And then if you do a poll, because a poll has three ways to engage instead of just two, yeah, that gets even higher engagement. And so that gets boosted even more. Hmm. And then as soon as people are, are, are interacting with the polls and, and stuff, like they've never seen your videos, they've never seen any of your content, but they get your your little message popping into their feed. And then uh, as soon as they engage with it, they like on, on the poll or they, they vote in the poll or, or whatever. Um, they're now <sighs> a part of your community because they've interacted with your stuff. And so <laughs> they start seeing your videos. Yeah. Oh, man. I just... Uh... It's so frustrating. I appreciate the intel, but like, God, I want to go back to a world where good videos get engagement. You know, imagine that yeah. not the gimmick stuff. Oh, man. Yeah, but uh, definitely give that video a watch. Um, it, 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 it's helped him. It boosted him. He's first figured that stuff out, apparently, back when he had like 100,000 subscribers. Mm -hmm. And that was like a year ago. And yeah. now he's over a million. He's pushing two million. Maybe. I don't know. I don't want to play the gimmick game, but I've been in Susan's basement for some time. She has me locked away <laughs> in a dungeon and I can't figure out how to escape, man. She like you I can know, look at the really metrics hard. on my channel and it's like not once in the last year have they recommended me except for the first episode of this podcast. That's that's it. That's the one. Yeah, that's the one thing that I don't know is is how um the metrics and stuff that he's figured out um, in his video, how that interacts with channels that might be blacklisted. Yeah. That's the one thing I don't know. Yeah. So. Well, thank you for the Intel. Um, do you want to just email me that video and I'll check it out? Sure. We'll do. Thank you. And uh, for everyone listening, uh, advance apology. If you see 50 polls from me tomorrow about what your favorite color is. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, man.
Have a good night. You as well. Okay, uh, we are due for a break. Someone else, are you uh, are you good to go, or do you need a few more minutes? Uh, how do I sound now? Oh, loud and clear now. Much better. Yeah. You want to, uh, let's, let's, we'll take your call quickly now. What's on your mind? I actually did not have a plan when I called, but Blonde uh, talking about the stock stuff, I can give some clarification about margin calls and short sales. Yeah, because I, I feel like I understand this conceptually. Everything I said was wrong and not. Yeah, it it sounded that sorry. way, and not, not to be mean or anything. <laughs> um, a marg- So when you, when you purchase on margin, what that means is that you're borrowing money from your brokerage. Okay. So it, it's kind of like a mortgage on your home where your home is the backing for the loan. Mm-hmm. So when you do this with stocks, if the stock, for example, goes down in value, they want to know that you're going to be able to pay them the money you owe. So you're only allowed to go down a certain percentage before they require you to put more money in the account. So okay. when you short sell, what you're doing is instead of borrowing money, you're borrowing shares from the brokerage you're saying okay you know i want to short sell 100 shares of apple right at 10 bucks and then it goes down um, to five bucks and you have to give them the shares back so if Mm -hmm. it goes down you repurchase the shares at a lower price give them the shares and then you get to keep the difference in the value right okay so if you do a short sale and then the price goes up like how are you going to pay them back that money so there may be something there where um, if, if the price goes up too high after you short sell, they don't expect you to be able to pay. So they do, um, what's called a margin call where they require mm. you to give them more, um, assets basically. And there's nothing just to be clear. There's nothing illegal about any of these arrangements from the short selling to the people trying to screw over the short sellers. Is that accurate? Unless it's, I mean, there's probably something illegal about it if it's concerted and institutional. Cause that's like. Okay. Messing with the price, um, you know, not naturally. Okay. But, but what if all the information is public though, and everyone's operating on like, can you still collude to manipulate the price? Even if all the information on which you're colluding is public? Well, I mean, as long as the information you're using is public, typically they're going to have a hard time getting you is my okay. understanding, but I'm, you know, there's no insider trading. What, were, they, what could they even be? I have no idea. I don't actually know what happened with Mm. this um, situation. I'm interested in going to end up looking that up. (laughs) Yeah. Also, the wife. I think that they were all discussing what they were going to do. You should say hi. Can you say hi to someone else's wife, please? Hello. Hi, pregnant wife. How far along is she? Oh, dude, she's ready to pop. Like we're expecting a baby (laughs) to come any day now. Do you uh, you know the gender, or are you waiting? No, we waited. Um, this mm. is actually our second. We have a year and a half old, and um, we waited on that one as well. It's just mm. there aren't too many surprises in life. Like what's that. Uh, what's your preference for waiting? Because I think when the time comes for me, I will want to know right away. But what's the what's the case for surprise? It's just a surprise. All right. I mean, I could go in and, and they could surprise me while it's still in their belly. But, you know, it's that moment where the doctor says, oh, you have a beautiful baby boy, a beautiful baby girl. I see. And then you just get that. I don't know. It's, it's nothing really more to it than that. Something mm. special about that. I, I forget, Blonde. Did you know right away or did you wait? I found out through a blood test at 10 weeks. But that was your will that you wanted to know right away? Hell yeah, I wanted to know. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to like be prepared mentally. A lot of people are like, I, my child was totally different than what I expected. My baby 
exactly what I expected. Hmm. <laughs> exactly what I expected. So I don't know. Uh, I, I like to have more information usually. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's the route I will go. I, I like, sometimes I like fun surprises like that, but I don't know that I have the patience to wait months to find out. I think I'd want to get a head start. Well, don't circumcise. Like to do it. Boy. Yeah, I won't. <laughs> All right. Yay! So I'll have a tw- like 20 minute discussion. Because- Here we go. Oh my goodness. No, no, not really. Um, I just, I feel like it's kind of messed up. I I was circumcised and I kind of feel like I'm missing out on a piece of myself, you know, so I'm not going to do that to my kid. Well, you literally are. So yeah, literally, but you're doing the right thing. Thank you. But yeah, I mean, a lot of people like to get prepared, uh, baby showers, things like that. You know, people want to know so that they can shop for the right color stuff. And we're, we're, we're of the opinion in the kids first, I don't know, year or two, like they don't give a crap. It's nobody's going to be able to tell the difference anyways. Our first one was a girl and half of the people that we saw yeah. strangers in public are like, Oh, how old is he? And yeah. that kind of thing. And so yeah, it's yeah. like, I mean, I could put on pink clothes to make it clear that it's a girl or something like that, but I don't, I don't care. And apparently yeah. it, the wife says it doesn't work. So, <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for the info and congrats to your family. It's very exciting. All the best thank to you. you. Heard the second one's easier, so hmm. it's going to be okay. Don't freak out. Have a good She's night. done it before. <laughs> she knows what's up. Bye-bye. All right. You guys take care. Okay. We are behind on a break. I'll be really quick and we'll try to get back to callers as quick as we can here. Phil over on Streamlabs says, looks like I won't get on tonight. Just wanted to say, I hope the bankers get absolutely slaughtered by the, by the market tomorrow. <laughs> Couldn't happen to a better group of parasites. Yeah, we'll uh-huh. see. And the market overall took a, a solid dip today. I, I don't know. Did any of that have any relationship to this GameStop funny business? Or is it just uh, Biden continued to talk? So the market took a slide. Is that who knows? I, yeah. I don't even understand market forces anymore. And I barely remember anything from my financial days. I just struggled to explain what short selling was. My brain doesn't work in that. Way <laughs> uh, I know Bitcoin's way down. Oh, is it? I haven't looked. Not way down, but it's mm. having a rough go. Miles Kinslow says, hey, guys, did you see the inauguration? It was really hard to hear Chris Wallace's voice with Biden's penis in his mouth. Ha ha ha. Yes. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. the greatest speech WTF tired of the media fawning. I wonder how long it's going to last. I get it that you guys I get it that they like Biden to the extent he's not Trump. But how long is that going to last weeks, months? Yeah. Let's see. Let's see if they're still saying these things in April or May. If Biden's still alive by then. What uh, what was so funny? What were you laughing at? I just got my favorite super chat we've ever gotten. Are you okay? You want to go for it? Ever? Oh, are you? It, best, this is this is Biden my, is the um, best inaugural speech ever. This is the best super chat ever written in the history of the show. I'm ready. No, okay, I I don't want to hype it up too much, but I think it's really funny. Okay, <laughs> to Eastern Promise, the hedge fund cries out in pain as it shorts you. <laughs> no, <laughs> okay. It's okay. a deep cut. Live chat will get it. Uh, Josh and Jesus says. Chipotle may have just made me rich by asking me what my medical exemption is. Ooh, yeah. You could sue the crap out of them. I got them on camera. Interesting. Chipotle in town here are real, uh, they're Corona Nazis about that crap too. I wonder if it's a company-wide thing. Well, they definitely can't ask you that. You're protected by the American with Disabilities Act. Mm. Uh, Did you see my diploma? I didn't. If you sent it to me on Instagram, I don't don't even use Instagram anymore. I'm like, I'm over this Hmm. um, because of their terms of service. So, uh, so I did not see it, but congratulations. Um, David Amber criminal lawyer says super chat because Matt said he'd circle back lol. 
Uh, oh, is that uh, is that because of the Jen Psaki thing? I mean, that was um, there's a viral montage of her saying she'd circle back to a whole bunch of questions. I guess I, I mean, it must have been fresh on my mind and I just uttered it. But I wasn't even trying to make a Saki reference. I assume that's um, what he's getting at. I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, Russ says, I want to delete my Discord account, but I might want to do it in the call-in show sometime. Uh, please search for alternatives. Your show is great. Thanks. Uh, do you win the call-in show? Call as as far as Discord alternatives, I mean, there are others. There's um, Gilded. But uh, at Discord, as with anything else, like I want the satisfaction of being banned by them. That's just my philosophy. I, I know that there's something to be said for leaving these places on principle, but I want the satisfaction of them swinging the ax at me. And they rarely do. Discord said they were going to do it. And I said, do it. And they never did. Yeah, they just went right. away. Candy Mac over okay. on Streamlabs. Last one for now, uh, or at least the last one on Streamlabs. Look, if people are going to find new fields, we are bleeding respiratory therapists. I'm the youngest person on my shift and I'm 48. There are local schools, but also Concord and Kaiser. You'll definitely have no problem finding a job. That's an option. Respiratory therapist. There you go. It's my plan. <laughs> All right. Um, um, let's circle back on these two. Let's circle, circle back. back, Jen Saki. Circle back. Why does she keep Do wearing red? Every time I see her, she's wearing <laughs> fucking red. You're a redhead. Red is not your color. Stop wearing red. I Stop. saved the clip of her for Sunday where they she was asked about this GameStop bit. And her answer was, I don't know anything about that. But just to remind you, uh, we have the first female treasury secretary ever. Cool. Like, I give a shit. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> all right. Uh, She's watching this. Saki, wear olive green and no other colors. <laughs> I saw a quarter black Garrett tweeting out. No one can convince me this isn't just Mark Zuckerberg in a wig. You can't fool me. <laughs> side by side. They do look like brother and sister. It's pretty spot on. Is she a robot too? Maybe. Lizard person, I thought. I thought that's what he was. Eastern promise. Some kind of lizard cyborg, potentially. Eastern promise, you there? Hey, yo. How you guys doing? Hey. Doing well. What's on your mind? Are you the one with that awesome super chat just now? You know what? Y yes, but... I can't take credit. That was a 4chan take. Oh, um, damn. That was well, really funny. So good, right? <laughs> I don't know. Take some credit. Come on. I brought it to you. <laughs> That's true. So, um, yeah, this, this game stonk thing is, is ridiculous. Um, I would talk about something else, but I just also thought, you know, is this the thing that's going to bring the radical left and everyone else together? Like everyone hates bankers. Can't we just, can we all just yeah. get along? I've noticed a lot of uh, strange allies cheering this on on Twitter today, for sure. Yeah, yeah, AOC. That's right. <laughs> did she? I didn't even see what she said. What did she, she did. say? She did. I was, um, but it was something along the lines of, um, you know, the hypocrisy of hedge funds pulling this shit all the time, and then the inability of, you know, the Fed actually getting money in people's hands when they need it, that sort of thing. It was actually a reasonable, like it was, I wondered if somebody you know, hijacked her account or something. Cause it was a very reasonable take wow. once in a while. So, yeah. But, um, anyway, so I actually wanted to chat a bit about, uh, Corona silliness and kind of a, actually a bit of a white pill on this. Okay. So, um, I live in Ontario and it's, you know, another day under martial law here. <laughs> <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> 
also normie central, right? So people are just complicit as hell and they just do what they're told and there's masks everywhere and nobody, nobody questions anything. And so I, I'd like, I've been sick and tired of wearing masks forever, but I actually read the emergency act, like the, the law that was passed and all the attached regulations regarding mask wearing in public spaces. Mm-hmm. There's all these remedies and all these outs that you can utilize. So, so for example, where I live, if you either have some medical reason for why you can't wear a mask, like the fact that, I don't know, you can't breathe when you wear them because they can't ask you what it is. Yeah. <laughs> or if you require accommodation under the human rights code, which is, you know, like a feelings court, basically. Okay. Then you don't have to wear a mask. So if I have to refer to Jonathan the Yaniv as a she, then I'm sorry, I don't have to wear a fucking mask. <laughs> Yeah, And I've just stopped wearing masks everywhere and I've received no pushback at all, right? Like no pushback. Well, that's kind of the, the contradiction or the paradox here. If you're so passive that you will allow government to push you in any which way, a yes. lot of those people aren't necessarily going to be confrontational. That said, there are, a, there are definitely more than a few who are on such a weird moral high horse right now that they think they need to go around bossing everybody around. But this is the thing. This is the weird thing that I've noticed. Like I was talking on Sunday how that guy was staring me down apparently for not wearing a mask. <laughs> the only yeah. time it's happened to me, I've had like maybe a handful of store employees bring it up to me, which I, I guess I get because they're under their boss's authority or whatever. I've never had a, a fellow shopper confront right. me. And I think there's a reason yeah. for that. These people, and even um, when that's happened, they've gone and uh, it's funny because because my wife works at the grocery store. So they'll go talk to grocery store employees to tell on us, but the employees know her. And they're like, yeah, wh- whatever. We're not law enforcement. You know? But that, that's how we know <laughs> yeah, what they're doing. What they're doing is they're observing us. And instead of talking to us, they go talk to some employee to try to get the employee to be the cop. So it's a very passive aggressive sure. thing in that way. Yeah. and. I mean, if you think about the employees that are enforcing this, like, first of all, it's not like they're paid well to pick a fight with somebody over this, right? Like, they don't want the confrontation. Yeah. And then secondly, their due diligence ends with telling you to do something. They're not going to, you know, eject you out of the store or something. Yeah. So, like, most of the employees don't care either. Like, I'll get the odd Karen here and there. That's, you know gonna get in my but they're just kind of fun to mess with so you know i like i've been doing this for three weeks now and i get next to no pushback at all i've even done it in a at a government building Mm. so if anyone listening lives in ontario first of all read the act and and figure out which exemptions you would cite if somebody calls you and just stop wearing the masks it's the only way this is going to end and i'm glad you're taking a leadership role role on that everybody stops wearing the masks the whole theater stops exactly yeah right exactly and people don't don't feel like there's anything wrong right like the reason why we're in this coma is because everything feels different everyone's got a you know stupid thing on their face yeah so anyway and i tell you it's been so refreshing to go around you know stores doing you know whatever you need to do without uh, without a mask on. Yeah. And the other thing, dealing with store employees like cashiers, right? 
they are so happy to see someone's face and yeah. see someone smiling. I bet. Right? Like actually have physical interaction. It's remarkably refreshing. So yeah. again, just stop wearing masks. No one's going to push you. <laughs> Take off all four of them one by one. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I, I, you're exactly right and uh, it's never going to be because the Ontario government decided you've been good boys and girls so you could go back to normal it's going to be because you guys as citizens define what is normal or not and I, I appreciate you taking a, a leadership role on that front strength in numbers um, final thought if sure. I may Blonde uh, your interviews uh, you should totally have Devin Stack on oh is. yeah yeah. yeah, he's great. Maybe I should have he's, him. He's amazing. I mean, he's super based and he pulls no punches and he's been doing all these um, like late night streams uh, lately, just yeah. coming up to the election. It's, I mean, just, they're like, they're optimistic black bills, right? Because mm. he's all about moving on from where we are now. So he's, you know, he's sort of like creating a path or sort of moving past and, you know, that's good. That's right up, up my foundation. alley. Exactly. Yeah. Reach out to him. Good stuff. All right. Well, listen, uh, good talk to you guys. Yeah. Thank thanks you. For, man. Uh, you thanks for everything you do and keep it up. Yeah. Good luck with the project. Inspire some people. <laughs> thank you, man. Thank you. Later. The point he made about um, turning, turning, you know, your, your typical store employee into a policeman, I think is uh, very important. And we don't think about that, but that is so unfair to your grocery store employees, your target employees, your Walmart employees, whatever. They are there to stock shelves. They are there to help people find items. It is not in their job description to be policemen. In fact, in many yeah. cases, if you ever worked at a Target or a Best Buy or a Walmart or anything like that, even if you witness theft, the corporate policy is do not intervene. Just let it happen and we'll call the police. Really? So, yeah. So you can uh, just watch somebody steal something, but you have to enforce the mask mandate. I mean, I, I suppose they can make their employees do that. Yeah, but the question is, uh, well, yeah, I, mean, I, I guess they can. But I guess what bothers me is just a random shopper going into the store and trying to exert their will onto that employee to make the employee be the policeman for their particular policy uh, preferences. And what's baffling, too, is, is a grocery store like um, like this one in town. They created an entire infrastructure to have sh uh, shopping at home and curbside pickup such that if you're not yeah. comfortable going into the store, pick out any item you want online, yeah. they'll assemble it all for you and they'll bring it out to your car. And yet these people who are so terrified still feel the need to go into the store and boss other people around when there's an entirely, there's a, there's an easy way for them to stay away from everyone if they so choose. But that goes to show what is this really about? Is it really yeah. about a fear for one's own well-being? Because if it was, you would just order online and, stay stay outside of the store or is it about an insatiable desire to control others it, you you know what it's about all of us of know course. at this point of course anyway uh we'll keep going on uh born to feel up next born to feel you there yeah can you hear me yes sir mm -hmm. hey how's my audio loud Great. and clear awesome awesome uh well Thanks for taking my call. Um, I'm excited to get on. I've been trying for a while. Oh, cool. Thanks for calling um, in. Yeah, yeah. So uh, what I'd like to talk about um, is something that I think your audience could really benefit from. Uh, I'd like to talk about the role of hatred in motivation mm. and healthy psychology. I know it's kind of a weird topic, but I think it would really help your audience. 
Is are we talking healthy hate? Is that where we're going with this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, All right. So, uh, if you're raised in any kind of leftist environment, and that includes um, pretty much everybody uh, to some degree or another, you're taught that love is the apex of uh, human motivation. Mm-hmm. But I think if you consult your own personal experience, you'll find that you are far, far more motivated by hate than you are by love, and that there's nothing wrong with this. Hmm. Um, I think if you consider the things that bring out the most amount of hatred from a healthy and natural source, you'll find that that focuses you and drives you far more than love ever did. Um, I'd invite you to... <laughs> I'd invite You're speaking you to consider, language. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I just invite you to consider, like, you know, if your children or your loved ones are threatened, the reaction that you have uh, focuses you to a degree that love can't. But the love is what allows the corollary. Like, if I didn't love my baby so much, I wouldn't be able to actually literally murder somebody that tried to take her. That's that's exactly where I was going to go next. Yeah. So... Love and hate are opposites of the same phenomenon. If you love something, you have a direct corresponding hatred for its destruction. Yeah. And it's not possible to love something if you don't also hate its destruction. They're, they're intertwined. And as long as society teaches people that hatred is evil, you, by definition, cannot truly love. Um, and that's something I'd love if your audience considered, because hatred is so it's so demonized and as a result many people live these indifferent apathetic lives where they can't tap into the hate love paradigm at all Hmm. simply because they're not allowed to hate by removing one you remove the other well yeah people should definitely hate is such a useful um a useful tool i i you know that feeling when you're angry um it's clarity that's what makes That's right. anger scary because, mm. you know, it feels like clarity. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it does have excesses for sure. It, it, I think it can lead. The, the thing I would say that is a caution about that sort of thing is it can lead you to make impassioned decisions that might not be the wisest. And the thing about hate, too, is it can be it can be consuming. I don't want to be controlled by dislike for other people or dislike for certain things. I but, have made so many more impa- bad impassioned decisions out of love than I have out of hate. Sure, sure. Yeah, but I get what you're saying. And the the experience that I would say that is kind of uh, along the lines of this is how much actually beneficial, how, how many positive experiences and bonding and even just, I don't know, overall positivity comes out of hate in a, uh, in a totally innocent sense like sports. I think of sports, for example, because it's totally okay to hate, socially speaking, it's totally okay to hate a particular sports team and all their fans. And it's totally okay to make fun of them. And it's totally okay to, to have that hatred as a point of banter or even a point of bonding with other people. But we've decided that there are certain things that you can't hold similar opinions about. And that's kind of where we are as a society right now. But if it, if it's oddly beneficial in a, in an innocent setting like sports, is it, could it be beneficial in, other settings i don't know i'm just i'm spitballing here i'm just saying i see i see the utility that you're talking about when properly applied is what i'm trying to say 
That's a really good point. And I'd, I'd, I'd love to follow up on that because what people fear most about hate, hate is becoming tyrants. They don't want to become a representation of evil because their hatred blinded them to reason. Mm. And yeah, what I would argue is that once you have a rational and intelligent understanding of what evil is, it's not only okay to hate it, it's your moral imperative because you won't be able to love the good otherwise. Right. So by all means, do, do not hate mindlessly. Don't be stupid. Yeah. Uh, and you, you will end up hurting yourself if you use hate improperly. But I would say that once you've correctly identified what good and evil are, hatred is not only something that helps you, it's something that's absolutely necessary and that you should embrace. Hmm. You hear that, Susan? Embrace the hate. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man. There's I appreciate a, the call. Do you have a final thought? Yeah, just one one final thought. Uh, there's a, a, a speaker, um, a right-wing speaker, Kai Muros. I'm not sure if many people here know about him, but K-A-I-M-U-R-R-O-S. Mm -hmm. And he had a really powerful speech about this very phenomenon. Um, I had it copy-pasted here. I, was, I wasn't sure if you'd want me to read it for the time's sake, but um, the, the general gist of it uh, covers what I've said here. And there's okay. videos about it, probably not on YouTube, but uh, you could definitely find it if you search for it. Sure. Okay. Well, thank you, man. Interesting thoughts. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you so much for taking my call. Appreciate right. it. And just expanding a little bit on what he's saying, the people that proclaim to be, uh, I don't know, never haters, whatever you want to call them, that hate is always um, a fault and does not have any appropriate application whatsoever, that hate is always wrong. Oftentimes, those are some of the most hateful people you'll ever meet. They just uh, pr they like to pretend that they don't hate, but they hate just yeah. as much or more as as everybody else does. So, yeah, that's a, a interesting, thought provoking stuff. I appreciate that. Okay, uh, let's take one more before the top of the hour. Joe Castaway, I think I got that right. Joe Castaway, you there? Got that mic muted. We'll let him hang out a second. Juggernaut is up after that. Hi, oh, there Hi guys. Hey How there. are you? We are well. How are you? I'm doing okay. I called to get some advice. I'm a little older. I talked about homeschooling before the last time I talked okay. to you guys. Yeah. Um, and uh, find myself in a quandary. I just just want to know what you guys thought since you're younger and probably planning for the future. But I was going to go full bore and teach the Constitution and have civics um, for my kids. I have an 11-year-old and younger, mm -hmm. right? So it was really important for me to, like, lay down that foundation and was going to go, you know, deeper. Um, but, in you know, I was really discouraged <laughs> this past year um, seeing, like, the blatant disregard for the Constitution. And I just, it gave me pause and I just kind of scrapped it for the fall. And I just had to think about it real quick, whether or not, like, you know, should I still teach the constitution as it's something to be uphold, upheld, you know, and, you know, held, you know, revered and something to like, you know, have, have as a goal and something still achievable. I don't know if, I'm, I was unsure if I wanted to teach, to teach it to my kid, kids that way, I, maybe as history, but, you know, I just didn't know where me and other homeschool moms are kind of going back and forth on it. So mm. I just want to know your thoughts on that. 
I mean, it is history, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I would probably teach it and be like, this is what happens when um, you bastardize a document that the the country was founded upon. I mean, you, you can teach it in such a way that it doesn't seem like it's going to be enforced in the future. Hmm. Uh, to me, I, uh, I might not use the, use the word reverence. I might not go that far. Like I wouldn't teach anyone to, um, to, uh, to view it uncritically, I suppose, and to accept it as, as perfect or something like that. But I think the biggest gap in in my education and I was someone I, I went to school for political science later and, and even this was this was not properly taught even in, in my four years after high school. I don't think it's not civics and the structure of government that the Constitution outlines in terms of here's what the Senate is. Here's what the House is. Here's how a bill is passed. Here's what the president does. It's the why questions. It's the philosophical reasoning behind why the structures are the way that they are and why certain rights are protected. And for that reason, I would actually teach more of the Federalist Papers than the Constitution itself. It is important to know how our government functions, but I didn't get enough Federalist Papers in my education. I didn't get enough of the why philosophical questions to understand why our government is structured the way that it is, what the thought pattern behind that was and what values it was seeking to uphold. Mm. So that would be my approach. Okay. It's, it's interesting that you say that because um, my, while my kids are younger, I know a lot of homeschool high schoolers, kids that are about to graduate <laughs> in quotation, graduate homeschool. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them, like at least I know at least 10 kids and they, they have a lot of, really deep discussions Mm. and they're really talking about why it's not the why the constitution is not even shit is not even even a thing um i have one who is blatantly anarchist and he doesn't (laughs) even believe that this is something achievable and he just wants to like leave and (laughs) he's 18 he just wants to leave and move to wyoming and have a ranch and leave him alone And, and, and a lot of his friends feel the same way well, he and might so, actually believe in a lot of the fundamentals that the Constitution was built on then. The sort of right. leave me alone, I have natural rights to do what I want sort of philosophy. And maybe maybe mm-hmm. it's not the perfect route to achieve uh, what it was designed to protect in that way. But, it, but it'd be good, someone like that, it'd be good to think about, okay, this is, this is the life that I want to live according to the rights that, that God or the natural world or whatever has given me. Right. Um, how could right. we build a government to enshrine and protect those rights. Maybe it's the constitution, maybe not, but it's good to get people thinking about that. Well, they're definitely thinking and it's starting to be troubling his mother. So yeah, that's good. (laughs) There are worse things than running away to Wyoming to build a ranch, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah, Thank you. Good night. Bye. Okay. We are due for a break and then we'll take our last segment of calls. Uh, let's see and uh, appreciate our listeners over on D live and, Tro- and Trovo. I would check in with D live if they would let me, but I can't and Trovo. Um, actually I should head over to Trovo cause I know they've got, I got people to thank over there, even if they won't uh, let me read chats, but uh, Darth Jones, we got Johnny Smith, Ron Helton, top supporters over on, uh, on Trovo. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for hanging out over there as well. All right. Um, 
what's what's going on on YouTube. Sure. We have Russ. I already read that one. Um, Amber, the drunk, drunken pickle maker. Okay. So I just watched WrestleMania 23 again, the billionaire match. Trump's wrestler was Bobby Lashley and McMahon's wrestler was you mega. I don't know what any of this means. <laughs> I, I'm not a great wrestling mind. So that's, it's a little beyond mm-hmm. me, but has it gone political in that way? Is that what she's saying? Must. I must ah. have. Um, Corey says, looks like the great reset just got flipped in reverse. I'm absolutely loving this. We love this. Talk. <laughs> it, it is. Uh, they see, even though it's a little complex for my understanding, I, I do. The, the white pill is a little bit of spirit in just kind of the, the average American right now to fight back against the system a little bit. Even it, I don't even care at this point, whether I have perfect ideological agreement or not. I, I just am a fan and enjoying people fighting back against the power structures that be because we've been totally beaten into submission that I'm going to enjoy that for its, it's own sake right fight. now. Yeah. Yeah. I like, yeah, exactly. It's the, it's the fighting spirit. I like that. We haven't had that for an entire year plus. Graham Godfrey. They saw the damage Elon made, uh, with you signal. That's true. <laughs> Dangerous faces. Um, here's cash. Cause slackers ain't donating tonight. No, we're grateful for, for everything. Appreciate Matthew it. Matthew Thank you for the Sandy Safe Space. Minneapolis Mayor Frey gave an interview when asked about his regrets and the riots from the riots. He said he'd wish he'd slept and shaved more. <laughs> okay. I didn't realize I could hate that pansy even more. If there's one clip that, that I wish I could have enjoyed with you at the time, when you were out after you gave birth and I did the show with Frank, we had a great time watching that clip, but I still wish I could have enjoyed it with you because I, I would have loved your reaction as well. When he went up to the Black Lives Matter George Floyd protest in Minneapolis and they they brought him up for some show trial and said, will you commit to defunding the police? And he was behind his his meek little mask saying, no, I I, I think there are some problems with it. What did you say? <laughs> just all these, you know, just these Black Lives Matter activists towering over him. Oh, did you say no? Yeah, I, I can't I can't really commit to that, but we'll try something. How dare you? And then it was it literally was from Game of Thrones. Shame, shame, shame. As he oh. had to walk away. It, he literally had the posture of the, the virgin versus Chad meme. You know, the virgin posture walk. He had that posture walking away as people are just accosting him. It was one of the uh, underrated moments of 2020. Uh, Jacob Fry getting accosted by the Black Lives Matter activists whose approval he seeks so desperately. It was great. Such a depressing man. I'm so offended. I'm with you, Dangerous Spaces. Thank you. Uh, Eric Marley, Red Falker here. Go to stutteringwithconfidence.org testimonial videos. You won't be disappointed by the thumbnail. I'll go check it out right now. Is this, uh, is this, for- with confidence.org testimonial is this, video. Is this his website? I forget. Or is it, uh, I don't know. It's loading slowly for me. Okay. Here it goes. What's the, okay. I see a thumbnail of a zoom call. Testimonies. Oh, testimony, testimonial. testimonial videos. Okay. Oh, that's that's really cool! Wow, um, it's actually, it? it's uh, it's it's Red Falcor calling into the show, and uh, calling into the call-in show sometime earlier in the year, and they're showing it as a, uh, you know, something that uh, is a, a cool a point of positivity for this community, obviously. So that's really that's really awesome. Uh, to the see. one where I cried, Ugh. I can't remember, but they have a recording of it. I might be able to um. 
if you're if you'd like a, a higher quality recording of it rather because it's like a screen recording it should be on my channel still somewhere if you remember the date i could go back and find it if you have hmm. useful purposes for it like that anyway that's very cool to see and i'm glad the project is going well Kaylee Isserhoff, also in Ontario, Northern Ontario, where the lockdowns are even more difficult to wrap our heads around. I'm really sorry. My heart goes out to all these people that just can't seem to avoid this. Especially if you're living way up there in the middle of nowhere, Canada, and you're being controlled by these Toronto loons. Yeah. And Ottawa and the rest. Um, Let's just do two more for right now. Black Magic. Come on, chat. Let's get some S for Wall Street (laughs) bets. R.I.P. It was good. It was a good Reddit while it lasted. Yeah, they did. Um eliminate the reddit but they mess with the wrong shoes why did they eliminate the reddit they didn't there's again i've not seen any demonstration of any criminal behavior but i guess they can do whatever they want they eliminate the donald reddit for no yeah, reason like well, reddit has um, been has been neutered completely i was never big into reddit but i you can't can you say anything remotely controversial there anymore hmm. Ovid says blonde if your husband is the chad you say he is you owe the world a son also engagement question um, fancier band versus better diamond, better diamonds. Hmm. And I don't, I, you know, the sperm controls the gender of the child. Yeah. But I we still no chop off that. your heads if you don't deliver a son. It, you know, that's just the way it works. Oh my God. I, I have birth trauma is too fresh in my mind for anybody to be giving me shit about having another kid. Everybody get <laughs> off my case, get off my case. <laughs> uh, we'll circle back. It, that that one came through uh, twice of it, actually. So if that was accidental. If you want to be refunded, yeah. Yeah, just let me know and I can uh, get that uh, sent back to you, man. And uh, I will take that as a clue that you're thinking about some mo- making some moves. Congratulations. That's very good to hear. And, oh, the uh, Reddit is back. And all I the was best. wrong. Oh, uh, what what, what uh, subreddit or whatever was it under? Uh, let me know live chat. Organized? They did and shut it down for a, a little bit today, though. Okay. Well, uh, let's hop into last segment of calls here. Get through as many as we can. Juggernaut is up first. Juggernaut, you there? Let him hang out. And then we got uh, Sugoi. Whoa. There we go. Uh, What's on your mind, man? Hello. Can you hear me all right? Uh, Nothing much. Yeah, I suppose. uh, Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Yeah. I hear Blonde. Don't know if she's gone, though. I can hear you. Oh, okay. I can hear you. That's good. Yeah, I figured um, all I'd really want to ask is, do you think it will be easier for Republicans to gain, uh, what would you call it, a following when we're attacking the president instead of defending him? As in attacking this president, Biden, or are you talking about Trump? Yeah, as just in general, because the right was basically seen as defending Trump last turn, like, you know, last presidency. And now there, we're going to be attacking Biden mainly. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's almost always a uh, election in congressional or an advantage in congressional elections to the out of power or out of presidency party. So one would think. But the other side of that coin is. Uh, how much of the 2020 election status quo lingers over into 2022 and 2024? Are we going to continue on with this yeah. mail-in ballot stuff and these, uh, you know, the vertical lines appearing late at night? Uh, how much election integrity are we actually operating within? If we had a system of 100% integrity, yeah, I would give net edge to Republicans coming into the midterms. Do I have enough faith in the integrity of the system as it exists right now to be confident that they would, say, retake the Senate or retake the House? No. 
no, I, I, I had I had foolish confidence in Georgia and I felt like an idiot immediately after the fact. Do you uh, do you differ? You have other thoughts on it? Um, oh. Whole election fraud thing to determine whether or not that it's going to because like there's only there's only so much they can do. Right. They won barely what most of the swing states. Right. If we're assuming that they won because of fraud and we say we take 5% of their voters and they do the same fraud again, would we not win? Well, here's my worry. And again, this is just to be clear. This is cynicism. Susan, it's not definitive statements. Don't turn off the stream. But my worry is that there are systems in place to evaluate how many votes you need after the fact. So stealing 5% doesn't really matter if they're, again, Susan, if, if there are always systems in place to give you 5.1. If the difference is 5, you get the 5.1% vertical line and you call it a day. Not claiming fact, just saying circumstances of the trends would suggest that perhaps that happened in some places you get what i'm saying like it, yeah. it doesn't ma- i guess what yeah, i'm saying is it fair. doesn't matter if it's a two percent margin or a four percent margin or a six percent margin if the end result is always plus point one. you know yeah that's fair i would say that it seems to me that most of the voter fraud that happened in the presidential election came from like ups um basically back mailing ballots in right and those are i would assume the postal service you don't want to you don't want to defame the brown they'll come after you (laughs) yeah (laughs) they'll sue you just like dominion dominion uh, sued sydney powell into disappearance she hasn't said shit for weeks now yeah i know (laughs) rudy giuliani's still talking though i think oh they're suing him too 1.3 billion is that how much 1.3 1.3 billion in defamation. Yeah. Well, here's the interesting thing. They're going to have to prove him factually wrong if they carry exactly. this on. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it, does does a company like that count as a public figure? Like they'll have to prove actual malice. I don't know. Um, I but they are going to have to uncover some of the voting machines with their original results, aren't they? If they want to prove his statements false, you'd think they'd have to do that. They can just yeah. cook the books there. Yeah. Anyway, uh, any final uh, thoughts for me? Man? Uh, the right wing death squad is doing fine. <laughs> That's that sounds very jolly. I like that upbeat. All right. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> Have a good night. Yep. Let's see. Sugoi. Sugoi, you there? Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, well, I've been here. I've been uh, listening to your show for the last four years, on and off. Wow! Um, thank you. But this this is my first time um, officially calling. Um, I had I have something written down just just in case um, I'd forget. I, did, sure. Would you guys agree that after the events of twenty twenty, not just the pandemic, we only have four options? You know, committing suicide. It, it, continue to be a slave to the system disconnect from society aka like living off the grid homesteading or take initiative like war subversion etc well those aren't mutually exclusive are they can't you subvert the existing structure while homesteading 
I guess. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, well, th- I would say that there is still the option of fighting within the system. That is a choice. We could debate the wisdom of the choice, but that is an option on the table. Okay. I'll, um, I don't know what, what else I can say. I'm kind of nervous right now. Because <laughs> sure. uh, I've been trying to call on to the show for many weeks now yeah, i finally man, got my chance to ask my questions thanks for calling in well is there is there a yeah. place you were going with it as far as like which route should be taken or or well i, I I'm, I'm i'm planning on probably like buying like three acres of land and like in uh-huh. central idaho or yeah. like west virginia that's that's my plan long term west virginia has rough rough summers but um better winters and it's more freedom loving there but people are also rougher around the edges Hmm. Although we got some hicks in Idaho, so I don't I don't know what to say about that. Well, I think okay. you're thinking the exact right exactly the right things that if we all take the maximum control of our own lives individually as possible and within small our our small communities as well, that's going to lead to the best outcomes possible. And you know, it, it's entirely possible that the day of uh Waco 2 comes for us. But in the meantime, you've right. built you've built a solid life for yourself. You've improved your skills. You've built a better version of yourself. Maybe you've built a family. You've built a lot of um, insulation away from government control, and that's a that's a fantastic thing. So, and you're not committing. There's no immorality to that. There's no crime to that. You're just hmm. you're doing your own thing, and that's perfectly fine. That's what everybody should be doing. Right. I don't know. I think I think Matt, you're you're very optimistic about the future. No, I've, I've been. Uh... I I grew up and lived in in Southern California all my life. And yeah. After 2020, it's like I want to get the hell out of here. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I deliver for uh, one of the major delivery companies here, and like I see a lot of U-Hauls leaving LA, San Diego, and yeah. heading towards where your guys are right now. I know. Tell them to stay and home. I envy, and I envy them because I'm like, wow, I wish I had the money to go with them to Idaho or something like Montana. Yeah. You don't, you, depending on what you want to do, you don't have to save up a ton of money, a ton of money to move to small town, Idaho, Montana, Wyoming. The trouble is once you get there, it's also difficult to make money, generally speaking. But right. if you can save up something, if you have some kind of plan, and that's the beauty of, the, of what we have these days, assuming we're allowed on the internet anymore. If you have some way to make money on the internet by selling something you make or by providing a service or whatever, you can live as far out in the sticks as you want, as long as there's a decent connection. Right. Yeah. Like I, I have like, um, I have an idea what I want to do. Uh, obviously I don't want to do what I've been doing right now over there mm-hmm. where, where you guys are at. Like I want to have my own business and anything uh, just as long as I'm, I'm not working for the man. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're yeah. thinking the right thoughts and you know, I, uh, I would consider myself less optimistic than I have been in any recent year for sure. But nothing I'm hearing from you sounds particularly pessimistic. You're thinking about making moves and building something better for your, for yourself. So good for you. Well, uh, the whole, uh, committing seppuku thing is still, uh, still on the table. So <laughs> oh, that's number one, is it? You know, don't do so that. Thought, what about so your immortal like, soul? Yeah. Don't, don't do that. I, I guess, but I'm just like, uh, this other shit has happened not to like, uh, like, like um sound like a bitch or anything just i just don't i'm not, I'm just very pessimistic about i'm probably more pessimistic than blonde i think and mm. so no that's why i said like mm. either us as a society commit suicide or just individuals you know just opt out 
you know. Well, but there are a lot of people thinking this to your point on the U-Hauls. There's a reason there are all those U-Hauls. It means there's a lot of people who are thinking the same thoughts that you are. So it I feel like those people, they still have some level of hope. And I, I to be honest, yeah. I don't have any hope. And well, if that people. is true, if you're not exaggerating, you don't, if you don't have hope, I, I would hope that you, you take an opportunity to shake up your life, you know, do what you can. Yeah, to that, I'm change. fine. I'm fine. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, use the hopelessness. I mean, use hmm. it. Uh, you know, you can, you can find hope through hopelessness because one, you've got nothing to lose. That's a powerful position to be in, in life. Mm. It gives you a lot uh, of options, you know, like when we hated our jobs and we were like, I don't care if I lose my job to do this YouTube thing, that's going <laughs> to yeah. result in nothing. Um, you know, it, it's, it gives you a lot of options. You aren't tied down by all these different things that you have to keep going. So you can literally do anything. Yeah. Isn't that an empowering position to be in? Hmm. Yeah. Um. I guess you're right. I just. Again. I guess uh, I'm very pessimistic about everything. <laughs> I don't know. What about moving somewhere totally different? Yeah. Like starting a completely different kind of life. It just. You, maybe you just need to change the way you're thinking about this. I. Um. I guess my 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 um. Well, how can I say it? Um. Uh, give me a second. Are you a single uh, young man? Yes. How young? Um, twenty-three. Oh yeah. Are you white? <laughs> Plot's most not pressing black. question. I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not black or or Jay. <laughs> Are you Asian? Uh, maybe. <laughs> well, you have a lot of options then. I mean, what about moving to your ancestral homeland? <laughs> oh, that's where you're going with this. <laughs> Oh, I can see Skag over there sweating. He's like, Whew. I was like, what? Well, you can't come to Coeur d'Alene then. <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying that. If, if I were, I mean, if I were a I'm young, not, single Asian I'm a, man. I'm not a leftist or anything, you know? Yeah, not yeah. Like I'm gonna... No, but like moving to South Korea right now or something like that, that might no. be a solution to Japan. a... Japan. I would probably go to Japan. Yeah, you're Japanese? Sweet. Why don't you move to Japan? No, 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 no. no. I'm not Japanese. Uh, but I, I, if I would go to Asia, I would go to Japan. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Well, what about thinking about that? That's a whole new world that's opening up to you. And Japanese women are smoking hot. Um, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you any right, final, thoughts? final thoughts? Um, No, not really. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm like kind of nervous to be calling for the, into the show. <laughs> no, it was a good call, man. And I, I know you're saying you're pessimistic, but I'm, I'm telling you, I, I can sense the gears spinning in your head. And that tells yeah. me that you are not, in fact, hopeless, that you are thinking about ways to shake up your life and pursue something else. So what I would what I would say for me, like when I was taking these kind of steps, when you think about uh, it in a, when you think about those long term things you were talking about, oh, I'd love to live in a different state and I'd love to be my own boss. You think about that in totality, it seems overwhelming because the, st- the things you got to do to get that done are, are a lot. But if you if every day you have just one baby step toward that, you have something to me, like I take a lot of satisfaction in checking boxes. Like if I have a list of things I need to get done, I'll do that on my computer. I'll make a list of stuff and literally check the boxes of things I needed to do that day because it just helps me feel satisfied about moving in the right direction towards productivity. If you can identify little baby steps to take, like, oh, I want to save this, this amount of money by this time, or I want to do this small task today. For, I don't know if it'll work for you, but for me, it really helps to 
maintain yeah, a satisfied I, I attitude. That. Like I have, I have yeah. like a goal. Like if, if, if by 40, I haven't achieved the things I want to achieve, I'll probably, you know, <laughs> opt out. No more sword no. jokes. Oh, I thought that's where you were going. No, no. And, and 40, dude, that's half your life. It's twice your life that you've lived already. Like that's so far 17 off. years. That is so much time. Yeah. Think about how much has changed in the last year. You could be in an entirely different place and living in a completely different life in like two years. Yeah. And trust I me, I met my husband and moved to Idaho and had a baby. This all happened within the span yeah. of like a few years. And life's going to slap you around too. You know, when I was 23 and I thought I had it figured out for what was coming up next, uh, a lot of yeah. stuff changed. If I could talk to myself at 23, I'd be like, get ready for some shit. Let me tell you. Yeah. Also, get ready for some exciting things and some accomplishments. Yeah. But that's the reality of it. And that what I what I mean by that is not to be pessimistic. What I mean is don't think too far ahead. Don't think that you have figured out what you're going to be doing at 40 because it's so far off. It's, you know, and then once you get to certain ages, they just don't feel that old anymore. Well, I'm married to somebody that's 40 and doesn't seem that old. Well, one thing for sure is I I don't want to live in in major cities and that's why I'm, I'm thinking of like West Virginia or Idaho. And the thing about going to Asia is it's, it's, it doesn't appeal to me. I just, I don't, I, I just don't think the same as them. And, and, and and if I were to go like off the grid, it's not because I you know I want to hunker down and wait for the next civil war or whatever. It's just I just I just want to just be away from people. It's just like sure. everybody's just so brainwashed. Even within like the uh, like I guess the decentralized right wing uh, type people, just like there a lot of people, a lot of them are very toxic as well. So it's not like you know that's I guess that's the reason why we're all decentralized, like because we can't you know um, form like a perfect. Uh, coalition against the left and stuff so it's mm. yeah know, just, but but there side. are a lot of people yeah. like you too i mean there's seven billion people in the world like you can't find a hundred thousand people that are that are a lot like you that are red-pilled asians come on you can totally do that we've got a community that that i'm sure there are people like you i, I guess i mean i'm not yeah you're right um it's in, I can, we'll have to let you go, but I can tell, I can tell there's, there are little bits of hope within you and find yeah. a way to collect I those and channel them. Yeah. And I think, I think you're going to be, I think you're going to be just fine and well on your way, man. Yep. Right, Keep in touch much. with us. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for calling in. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Um, sorry, that one went a little long. I realize how much I, I like saying, listen here, young man. <laughs> That's how I know that I'm entering advanced age is because I enjoy yeah. that sort of conversation. Uh, high time to, to become yet. a parent, I guess. So that's that's where yeah. I need to channel that energy. Yeah. All right. Um, we got a time for a couple more. Dangerous spaces up next. Dangerous spaces. You there? Give him a second. I know he's there. Hey guys. Yeah, there we go. Hey, long time no talk. Just had to mute the stream. Yeah, I have. I've been really far down the list for a good few weeks. So I'll say it. I'm, I'm really you're coming quiet. through really quiet for me, though. I've got you bumped all the way up, but. Any way to get that louder on your end? It's like you're coming all the way from Australia. Yeah. Hang on, let me see. Or just yell into the mic. Maybe that'll do it. Oi. Hang on. Oh, bloody hell. Uh, do you want to go to someone else or see if I can fix it? Uh, this okay. is when you're speaking at full volume, it's, it's, it's manageable. You can go for it. Uh, okay, I turned myself up a little bit. Is yeah, there you better? go. That's yeah, that's better, much better. Yeah. Okay, I don't, I don't know what that is. I don't change any settings. It's weird. Anyway, because I haven't seen you, the uh, talked to you so far this year. Happy New Year! You too. Happy New Year. 
Um, and I just figured this week, there's so much just absolute shit we could talk about. But I know Blonde's been very depressed basically since the election. So I figure, why not just do a call of cultural exchange of you guys asked me questions last time. It was about uh, Outback Steakhouse and didgeridoos. So I figured maybe <laughs> yeah. you could ask me something about Australia. Okay. Uh, do people actually box kangaroos or is that uh, a myth? I don't know how widespread that was. I think that did literally happen. Like you've got actual footage of it, obviously. Yeah. Um, Have, you haven't seen that video? Thing. Yeah, yeah. I guess I video. don't even know the source of it. I just. <gasps> it's there... so funny. I've watched like a thousand times. Okay. Well, well, I don't think it's a regular thing. I mean, we do a lot of stuff that you guys probably view as weird, like Australia Day. And I think this happens every year. Uh, we did cockroach races this year. Like. Oh, oh sorry. I opened up a, a video of boxing a kangaroo. Sorry about the noise. Carry on. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, we do weird stuff. I listened to another podcast, and they, they joked that we had a, a great war against the emus. What does that mean? Uh, that literally we went to war with the emus. We fought them at some stage. Emus? Like the animal? Emus. What are those? What is it with? They're, they're essentially ostriches. If you look, yeah, yeah, the animal. Yeah, went to war with them. What do you mean? Well, we didn't actually. He just jokes about it. I don't know why oh. he finds it so funny, but this do kangaroos use their tail as like a kickstand? This, this... Uh, yeah, yeah. They so they basically when they kick you, they can go back onto their tail. Yeah, this this boxing you. kangaroo is almost standing on his tail. Yeah, they kind of, yeah they basically lean back on it like I mean they don't stay on it yeah they basically flip onto it kick you which by the way don't piss off a kangaroo and get kicked they will shatter bones especially the big ones do uh, like, it, it, is 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 eating kangaroo common or is that kind of a rare thing uh probably about the middle like i wouldn't say it's rare but it's not massively common but if you go to the major supermarkets they've got a they got a whole section for kangaroo meat and people so eat like steaks or burgers or like what's the what's the pre- preferred kangaroo recipe it's uh, it's really just any other type of meat so hmm. you know they've got i think they do have mince there i've not bought it myself before i probably will one day just to see what it's like but yeah they've got steaks they've got mince uh like you know ground up uh meat um i think they've got like kebabs so like the the meat on a stick whatever you guys call that oh yeah yeah kebab, kebab yeah and we have yeah. muslims here too um, i think they got kebabs right kebabs are pretty solid yeah so got, kebabs yeah, so and no women can, drivers all right like a few things you can get in a few different types <laughs> you can get the meat in a few different forms yeah yeah i'm looking at it right now so they must have um they must have like agricultural kangaroo uh production you know it's not just like people hunting kangaroo or something they've got to be like uh, actual kangaroo ranches or something huh yeah, possibly. I know we have had issues where the population gets a bit out of control and they've actually had kangaroo culls. So presumably there are people that will do that to basically um, will actually kill them for meat to also help hmm. with population control. Hmm. I would, I would All right. Yeah. Well, um, we'll probably have to let you go on that thought. But uh, thank you for indulging. Uh, I, just figured, I figured... Yeah, again, I figured Blonde's had a bit of a kind of black killing last couple of weeks. You guys yeah. might just want a, a nice, relaxed, more fun call. Sure. For once. So. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Happy New Year. Thanks. No, 
Bye. All right. You guys have a good night. You as well. All right. Let's take, I see we have a lot of email questions. It looks like. So let's, uh, maybe it was just, maybe they're spaced out. I don't know. looks like Uh, it's a lot. Yeah. Okay. Let me take one last call and then we will uh, end calls for the night. M. uh, M. Sinello. M. Sinello, you there? We'll let him hang out a second. We'll give him last word. Uh, In the meantime, you want to, uh, we'll we'll get a start on these uh, email questions. Again, if you'd like to participate in the show, but you can't do it live or you're having trouble getting in live, send us an email for now. That's beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. Put call and show question in the subject so we know that's what it's for. And we'll respond to it uh, at the end of the show each week. Emma says, in Canada, the already bubble territory housing prices increased 20% in 2020. Housing or house prices are continually are continuing to increase very quickly. Should we try to move uh, to the States? She asks, um, is the border even, didn't they close down the border? Can you even cross? Can you even move right now? Uh, I don't know the status. I don't know. 20, well, I mean, we're in the midst of a housing of, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know that we're going to be in better shape. I, based on what I've seen out of Canada, I would say that we are not having, I don't know about the the housing reality, but based on some of the lockdowns and restrictions and stuff, I I would say some of the stuff I've seen in Canada is among the worst, but I guess I'm, I'm only seeing the worst of the worst in Canada. I don't live in Canada. I don't have the direct experience, but uh, so I guess it's hard for me to say, I, I shouldn't say ditch Canada cause I don't, I don't have direct experience. I, I wouldn't know, but I don't know <laughs> where I'm priced I, out of Coraline. I mean, Oh, if I was trying to move to Bozeman now, uh, not possible. Not, not it, possible. Yeah, it wouldn't even be a. It would be a non-starter. If you don't have more than like a thousand dollars a month for rent, you're going to be living in a tiny shithole here. You here. can definitely live in in decent to nice parts of Montana that are very rural. Is the thing. So if you have income yeah. that isn't dependent on being close to a job. There are all sorts of great places to oh, live, yeah. but, sure. um, but yeah, it depends on what your income situation is. And I just don't know the process. What's the process of actually immigrating to the U S from Canada right now? Is that, well, even I assume that she has options Okay. or he, who, who asked this? Emma. Emma. Okay. Um, thank you for that, Emma. Jason says, since the Alex Jones axing in 2018, I started work at, on free speech on free freech dot zone. That's hard to say as a free speech platform. Since the AWS axing of Parler, I've been re-architecting Freech to make it cloud provider independent, something Parler apparently didn't do since they aren't backed up, back up already. Hmm. Freech centers around written and spoken word, free publishing of podcasts and essays with reader interaction. It's a niche site. Um, I just want to let you and your followers know. It's in beta. All this right, was so not a question, and I ended up reading it anyway. Reach that you got me. zone. <laughs> you, 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 you got me, Jason. <laughs> you tricked me. No, good. good. Uh, yeah, I, I think I saw an email from you as well. So I will uh, I'll take a look at it when I get a chance here. And um and good luck with the project. I always like to hear people trying to work to solve these problems. So thank you for doing that. Max says the closest state in 2020 was won by 10,000 plus votes, and most people don't live in swing states, which means it's essentially guaranteed that one vote will not make a difference. We couldn't we wouldn't spend all of our lives doing anything else that had such a small chance of making a difference. So why uh 
So why should we do it in the voting context? Well, it's the sort of um, it's that sort of paradox that if everyone adopts that attitude, then you actually could be defeated by a small group of people who are very motivated. So it might not be the best argument to go do something, but it's um, it's that sort of situation that if everyone adopted that attitude, it would be self-defeating. So I, I still advocate voting with the understanding that voting, I don't think currently is sufficient. We need massive overhaul starting at the state level. And that includes voting itself, but just checking the boxes on the ballot, I I don't think is um, one. I think there's some question about what's actually counting in certain places in that regard, but two, yeah. What, what sort of effect it will actually have are the powers that be. So are the powers that be too entrenched regardless of the numerical or statistical value of your vote or not? do the powers that be even care about that vote? Does it actually have the power to remove them from office if you don't like them? Or have they instituted mechanisms that ensure that can't happen? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. It could be any of those things, but I, I don't want to... The one thing I don't want to do is just abstain from trying to restore something that is a system of integrity. It's fine if we think this system is fundamentally broken, and in some ways I do. But... I don't want to get so defeated that we just walk away and throw our hands up and say, there's nothing we can do. You got to exhaust all the options that we do have before we go that route. And that means getting butts in seats locally and telling people no. And then I'll give you an example though. Here's, here's just one example. Cause I know I like to highlight my state. Have you been following what the Montana legislature is doing? Mm. Oh, it is a plus down the line. All right. The only failure is our governor, governor body slam didn't take away the mask mandate, but the legislature, Okay, their first orders of business. Uh, They are curtailing local health boards' powers. So local health boards, once this bill passes, they can make recommendations, but the, the, the restrictions they put in place have to be approved by elected officials, which is the way the system should work. They're giving us, um, not giving us, I don't even like that phrasing. They are uh, passing a bill to establish constitutional carry. Okay, that's excellent. They are uh, they are making sure that boys can't race girls in high school sports. We're not doing this transgender athlete stuff anymore, which isn't just uh, theoretical. That happened uh, just down the street. There was a, a record setting biological male breaking all the, the female records at a high school 10 miles, 10 miles down More the road. From that, me. And there's a whole bunch of uh, restrictions on abortion that are that are being implemented that are pissing everybody off. I don't find any of them to be unreasonable, but. The Montana legislature is trending in all the right ways because, you know, these are the people that we decided we want to represent us and we've made clear to them what we expect them to do. And they're doing all of them. So, yeah, the federal government will still manage to fuck it up by having some sort of Somali, I don't know, refugee camp in Bozeman or something. No doubt. And that's why the federal government has to be scaled back. But. There are there are white pills to look at when you actually work on a local and state level and try to get your people into power and make sure that they're clear on what you want them to do. I'm not saying that that means everything's fine, but it does mean that there are there are opportunities to exercise the power that you have within the system while thinking about ways to reform the system, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, this is Sandin. Uh, why the hell would Antifa.com redirect to buildbackbetter.gov, which redirects to whitehouse.gov? Did <laughs> I, I miss something? I want to follow the path. I know that he did send a screenshot. Oh, okay. Well, I know Antifa.com had already been redirecting to Joe Biden's campaign website before, before he became president. 
So they Antifa.com must. does go to whitehouse.gov. That is yeah, true. now it just goes straight. Like, I can't see the path because it's just redirecting me Antifa to White House. So White maybe House it talk. stops at Build Back Better while it's there. But I think wow. if you go to Build Back Better right now, it just redirects to the White House anyway. So Build Crazy. Back Better must have. I think what it must have been is Build Back Better is was Biden's campaign website, maybe. So Antifa.com forwarded to Biden's campaign website, which now forwards to the White House. Must be the path. Hmm. Uh, Danny says too long to write in a tweet, but the audio was a minute and a half. Um, what's that about? Did he have a, I was he doing, he might've been doing the video contribution, which we used to do frequently. I just haven't mentioned as much. That's a good time. It Sorry. It's possible that I accidentally cut off the rest of this. We should, leave this in for next week. Sorry, Danny. Okay. That was we'll my have bad. to come back, Danny. I'm sorry about that. My baby but was crying when I was popping these in here and I did a really bad job. This is uh the chicks. Am I right? You know, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a good opportunity to remind people though. Um, if you would prefer to give your question in a video format, we used to do that frequently. Actually, if you want to just upload a video unlisted to YouTube, a minute or less is great. We'll play the audio and respond to it. If you prefer to do it that way, as opposed, as opposed to text. Uh, Shucky says, wasn't the incitement to violence the congressional sanction of fraud? Um, oh, didn't we have this question before? Did we need clarification on this? Or uh, anyway, all of the evidence for election fraud was poo-pooed and officially ignored before Congress then sanctioned that uh, before Congress then sanctioned that fraud by, quote unquote, counting the Electoral College vote foreclosing all options for peaceful settlement. I'm asking if you think the congressional sanction of fraud was intended by the deep state to incite Uh, to incite violence so that they could accuse Trump of doing the thing that they were doing. We totally Uh, answered this last week. Maybe, maybe it's uh, left over. No, Um, I definitely put it in there. Um, Maybe um, he said it again or he didn't hear our answer last week. Or maybe we needed clarification. No, even if you, there's a lot of, there's a, to answer the question, there's a lot of um, debate about what Congress's role in certifying the electoral college actually is. And even within the Republican party and conservatives, there were two camps, one, the sort of Trumpy camp or the pro the, the the camp that was supporting Trump that thinks um, the people who said they were going to, they were actually going to oppose the certification Uh, Ted Cruz and Josh Howley. And they wanted the investigation. And then there was like the Tom Cotton Rand Paul wing who said, okay, um, we might have questions about the election, but at the end of the day, it is not our job to evaluate whether we agree with the state certification of elections or not. The certification of those state results are a state question outside of our constitutional control, even if we don't like them. So there's a, there's a real debate there is certifying them incitement. No, I mean, I, I will always maintain an extremely strict standard on incitement because I want to protect as much speech as possible. Unless you are directing people to commit crime imminently, I don't think that there's a such thing as inciting people to commit violence by doing an act that they don't like. Yeah. Like voting for the certification of, of electoral college results. Uh, We can debate if that, if they should do that, if they shouldn't. Um, but that, that's not incitement to me. I, I would never call such a thing incitement for the same reason. I wouldn't call what Trump did incitement. Just too nonspecific. Um, yeah. luckily I messed up twice on this. And then Dan later said, I know this is late to pull back my question, but, uh, I sent an audio clip and it relates to people and I feel like a tool. I hope it's not too late so you don't listen to this. So we're good. <laughs> oh, so he just sent an email to say, never mind, basically. 
Yeah, but because I was just popping in every single thing that said Colin in the subject. Yeah. I uh, I put that in later as an additional Colin question. <laughs> well, shout out to Danny. Hope you're doing all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoops. Jason's up next. Job. Jason says, I was thinking the other day about uh, during the Supreme Court hearings when Kamala asked what laws have been made that determine what men can do with their bodies. The best response would have been the draft, but in reality, yeah. all laws dictate what we can do with our bodies in a sense. Next week, I'll tell you guys about my Corona Karen story. It's extra spicy. A lot of Colin comments got through this week. You guys are sneaky, and I <laughs> did a bad job. But that is true. I mean, isn't virtually every law something that you can or cannot sure. do with your body? Criminalizing murder means I can't go kill my neighbor. And we can talk mm-hmm. about whether that's sex-specific or not. But I'm so tired of this argument that abortion is strictly a question of what a woman can do with her body or not when there is a distinct biological body. life involved. Yeah. We've abandoned that biological and moral reality, and it's so annoying. I mean, as I've kind of gone on this philosophical trajectory toward a pro-life perspective, some of it is because I have to accept a worldview in which life has inherent value or there's no moral structure to the world. But the other side of that coin is that these people refuse to even acknowledge that a, another life is at stake. It, it, it's, it'd be akin to saying, um, let's say I invite my neighbor over for a Super Bowl party next weekend. And um, I decide he made a joke I don't like, so I shoot him in the head while he's over. And then people come over and arrest me and say, Yikes. well, who the hell are you to tell me what I can do inside my own house? I've never heard of a law that regulates what I can do inside my own house. Well, it's not really about your house, is it? It's about violating the rights of someone else. That's what you did when you shot him in the head. And that's what we're debating you did when you exterminated the life that was inside of your womb. Mm-hmm. I, a little bit of honesty about the other person involved in that arrangement, I think would be great. But we're so far beyond that, that the, uh, the true abortion extremists who aren't the people who are talking about how to handle this from a, from a government perspective, I don't think. The abortion extremists are the people who see no moral implications to the extermination of a life that is biologically distinct and well on its From way to becoming a, a you know full a full fledged human being. It already is a, a human being, but you know what I mean, like a fully developed person. And there's just so many ways to prevent pregnancy if you have to be having premarital sex. Yeah. So why why would you not choose a myriad of options that that prevent you from being in the situation in the first place? Yeah. Um. Who is next? see uh dustin, dustin yeah uh the morning of september 11 2001 osama bin laden declared war in the united states and the west he vowed to destroy western society and its values even though <laughs> even though we allegedly assassinated him in two in 2011 is bin laden still winning the war well i, I think you can make a lot of arguments that america fundamentally changed after 9-11 in a in a anti-liberty way, you could say that we sacrificed a lot of our values with things like the Patriot Act and the creation of um, the creation of a surveillance state and those sorts of things that. Yeah, that, that uh, even if he he died, um, that the change that resulted in in our country was a loss of sorts. And I yeah. think we're facing that same thing right now that uh, do we actually are we actually going to defeat a virus by abandoning every value we've ever held dear? It doesn't seem like That's it's definitely working how out. it works. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know really know how much this has to do with Islam and how much um, it has to do with us just imploding on ourselves because we uh, 
lack of moral core as a nation. Yeah. Uh, I don't even think that any outside pressures are responsible for our demise. That's pretty much on us. Uh, I don't know. Those communist Chinese, I think they had something to do with it, but you know, <laughs> it. I, I agree insofar as I think if there are outside forces, they saw a stack of dominoes that's ready to fall. And maybe all they had to do was like flick one, you know? Flick one, yeah. yeah. Um, this is from Katie. Hey, Matt and Blonde. I thought I would update you from last September. I'd mentioned that I was newly pregnant and struggling with anxiety. I'm happy to report that I'm 23 weeks mm. this week. I'm doing much better. I learned my husband and I are expecting a baby girl. Oh, congratulations. My question is for both of you, mostly blonde because uh, she's way better than Matt. She didn't say that. Um, <laughs> is there anything you recommend as a must buy for nursing or new babies in general? Was there anything you got that you never ended up using? I'm so happy that you asked this question because I made an entire hour long video with Robin Riley on my other channel, which is called Motherland. It's called like newborn must buys or something like that. And we have mm. everything linked in the description. So check that out. Um, another question is for Matt. Have you and your wife started considering what you guys might need for a future baby? We are in the process of moving stuff around the house right now for both our needs and in anticipation of uh, a potential little one coming sometime soon. So yeah, although for now it's mostly like use of space in the house as opposed to yeah. going out and buying cribs and things like that. But but I would be curious on her last question there too, because I'll be in the process of buying items, you know, once once we're on our way. Uh is there anything that you bought that you didn't ever use? Was there anything that was a waste of time to buy or get? Oh yeah. Um I talk about this in my video too, but I hated the Moby wrap. Uh, I didn't use my bedside bassinet because I co-sleep. Mm. Um, that's pretty much it actually. Mm. Yeah. The bedside bassinet was probably the biggest waste. This stuff too is like uh, furniture and stuff is the market is still so crazy right now because of, uh, you know, supply chains and coronavirus and all that, that like starting to think it, like, is it, is it too crazy to buy baby stuff that far ahead of time like should i start thinking about that stuff even when you're just thinking about or like prepping yeah yeah you should buy formula and baby food just just oh, i should have the that... food even i was thinking like furniture and like physical items i don't know my only thing about that is that in the event that something goes wrong with a pregnancy or it takes a long time to conceive, then they, those things serve as haunting reminders mm. in your house. I like could when see I was that. having trouble like getting pregnant, points. I had some baby stuff and I was like, get this yeah. shit out of my house. Yeah. Right I could see that. Um, but otherwise, yeah. yeah, it's probably a good idea. Uh, who's next? Incompetent. Hands. Uh, yeah, Matt, not adding to your list, but I've been thinking about the movie inside man. No, it's not gay porn. Oh, Good. You mentioned before. Thank you for clarification. You mentioned before alternate motives regarding masks. The movie is about a bank heist where they make the hostages also dress up as the robbers. Not a super spoiler, but it turns out that certain things were staged. Do you think the left realized that in a new world without woo flu, Crazed masked activists versus non-masked normies would look completely deranged and outnumbered. I also find it suspicious that as soon as Uber Eats and contactless pickup became a thing, we had a pandemic. Essentially, as soon as it was feasible. Highly recommend Blonde's video with Dave Cullen, but wondering where Matt is on the validity of the virus. Well, 
I will tell you, I will break down exactly how how spicy my thought on the, the, the origin and the intent of the virus is. And it's not really that spicy. I think I've mentioned it before. I, 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 I cock on the is it biologically real question. I don't think it's an outright hoax. But here's the thing. And I, I've, I can't remember if I talked about this uh, on the stream prior or not. But remember when this all broke out a year ago, it was a conspiracy theory to say that it possibly was of lab origin. That is all but mm-hmm. proven now. This bat soup thing is not that's not where it came from. It came from the Wuhan lab. That is all but factual information now, okay? Nah, yeah, this is not real. No, this is real. Well, but here's the th- the thing. It, it, let's let's presume that it's real and it came from the Wuhan lab. Okay, the thing that I can't get over is how it was of mutual benefit to both the Democratic Party and the Chinese Communist Party to take out a mutual enemy in Donald Trump. It was a fantastic tool to eliminate his greatest asset, which was his economy. It was also uh, the pretext necessary to totally restructure the electoral system such that it, it could be meddled with if you wanted to do such a thing. So again, Susan, and if, but let's say that you, you actually plotted such a thing that you wanted to use a virus as a political tool. And I know that sounds kind of crazy, I guess, but think of the thing I can't get over is the sequence. Okay. We go from Robert Mueller's report didn't work yeah. right into Ukraine, Ukraine gate impeachment didn't work. Coronavirus is right after that. All right. As soon as it became clear that the votes were not there to get an impeachment conviction, weird virus coming out of China. Well, that's very odd. And it's the t- it's yeah. the timing and the sequence of all of these things. Mm. Am I saying definitively that that certain um, <laughs> certain nefarious U.S. actors and the Chinese Communist Party may have conspired to oust a, a president they don't like? I can't say that definitively, but it doesn't seem that insane in the context of how far we know these people are willing to go to achieve their ends. And if you wanted to do it, if you really wanted to stir up as much fear and chaos as possible about a virus, what would you need? You would need exactly the sort of thing that is highly infectious in the way that this apparently is, and that is present in people, can be tested as present. So, such that you can hype up deaths, all right? As long as you have X amount of bodies that have the virus present, you can hype it up as though people are just dropping on the street in the way that was done and is being done. You know, take all of this with a grain of salt. I'm not making definitive statements here. I'm just saying this thing is one of the greatest political tools ever used. And if it was by design, as we've said before, uh, listen, round of applause. Like as far as an evil scheme goes, if that's what it was, you guys really put some thought into it and you got you got your ends done. I have to respect the strategy, <laughs> but I uh, I don't necessarily respect the destruction of uh, the entire American uh, system of rights and, and uh, you know, the, our, our entire society to boot. But I don't know yeah. um, what. So that's kind of where I that's about as that's about as deep on the, the tinfoil as I'll go on this. That's but, pretty deep. Yeah, it's 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 deeper than I would have gone a year or two on much much of anything. Uh, I'm just saying the pieces are there. I'm not saying that this is factually correct. It's just the pieces are there. But what what brings you to say that the whole thing is a hoax? Like what? Um, you know, I just I haven't seen any evidence that 
anybody has died exclusively of coronavirus and then all case mortality being down, all cause mortality being down. Um, but we I don't just, know that for sure yet. That's still, I just would not have any idea that, that we had any kind of new virus around. If I wasn't being told, I would have literally no idea. You know, people die from un, unknown causes unidentified viruses all the fucking time and nobody why does that mean that the virus is fake though i just don't see a lot of evidence that it's real i'm not Mm. saying it's necessarily fake gotcha i just don't i just don't really believe any of this i think that it's that the most likely scenario is that there is a coronavirus that is compounding deaths in people with a litany of pre-existing conditions and it's also likely that something like the flu or a cold or a feather would take these people out anyway. Uh, yeah, there was a, I just saw a story locally, by the way, here's the other side of this. And we're, I know we're going a little long, but, uh, we're, it's, it's a fun discussion. So, um, the, the other side of this is the, all the, the total disappearance of flu cases. And when I say total, I mean, in some locales, total. Okay. Zero to one case of the Bozeman, flu, Montana, yeah. Missoula, Montana, not necessarily giant cities, but big cities by Montana standards, cities of 50,000 people, 100,000 people. It was just reported recently, zero. Okay. Our total for flu season so far in somewhat sizable American cities is zero, none. And the flu kills like 200,000 people a year, doesn't it? In the United Not States? Not that high. It's, it's more like, How I think many? it's more like 50, 60, 70, something like that. There was a really bad year though within the last, in 2014 where yeah. I think more people Flu yeah. deaths in 2017. Um, okay. 61,000 deaths. Wow, I was way wrong. Um, in 2017 and 2018. What am I yeah. thinking of? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But but yeah, oh, anyway, so the other the other piece of that story was uh, our local paper, the Bozeman Daily Chronicle. There was a story the other day. Uh, another death, another coronavirus death was discovered in November. So we're adding it to the total. Our county has like 40 deaths or something like that. We're adding it to the total because an 80 year old woman died with coronavirus in November. It's like, well, why did it take this long to classify her? Also, she was 80. Can I presume yeah, that being we, 80? We are doing it? investigation on people that otherwise deaths would never be investigated upon. It's like, oh, a 90-year-old person died. It's like, would anybody even be looking in previous years about why this? Yeah, they're fucking old. That's why yeah. they died. But nobody does that anymore. Nobody dies of being yeah. fucking old anymore. That's not yeah, a I thing. Know. We. Uh, so I don't know. Anyway, thanks for indulging, uh, indulging the tinfoil for a little bit. Back to... Uh, is it worldwide 250,000 people? Is that what I'm thinking No, it's got to be more than that. It must be more than that. Yeah. Um, okay. Who is next? Uh, Krista the J. Says happy, happy belated. Oh, you up? Oh. Sorry, go for it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Happy belated new year to all of you. And a reminder that the best thing we can do in the coming years is work in our local areas. Ayo, what, if any amendments, do you think could solve problems we may see from the Harris Biden administration as such a reminder to check out the convention of States project as the state legislative season kicks into gear. Shout out to Montana holding a hearing this past Friday. Oh, good. I didn't even Um, know that. 15 out of 34 legislators signed on. And of course your state reps and senators are swayed much more than the feds. Good. Um, What if any amendments do you think could solve problems we may see? Do you mean constitutional amendments or do you mean it like colloquially? 
I assume he probably means constitutional amendments, given the context well, of the question. Mm, I, Null I and void, get... start over. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> are we going to be able to do anything constitutionally to prevent the tyranny of the Harris-Biden administration? No. I mean, are you talking about if I could do anything to the Constitution? Yeah, I think that's what that you I wanted. You all know the answer to that one. Strike a that few actually, amendments like 16 through 19, something like that. Just take them out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if I could right now, it's not even unique to Harris Biden. Um, I like that you put it in the proper order, by the way. Uh, it's just if I could if I could do anything to the federal constitution right now, independent of who the president is, first thing I would do is uh, put no seriously under the Tenth Amendment. Like, okay, the federal government has specifically articulated powers. That's it. Nothing more. Everything else is reserved to the people and the states. But the other thing that I would like to put in there is some explicit language about how uh, powers of the branches can't be punted to other branches. So even if Congress consents to giving the president war making power, for example, they pass a bill that says the president, uh, can declare war now in the context of the war on terror or something like that. Uh, that shouldn't be a thing. You can't do that. It, it, if the legislature has a power in the constitution, the legislature must exercise that power. If the courts have a power, they must exercise that power. If the president has a power, they must exercise that power. You can't even consensually defer the constitutional power of your branch to another branch. Because right now, what unfortunately what we see is more party loyalty than constitutional loyalty. Yeah. You have people like Chuck Schumer's interview with Rachel Maddow talking about how uh, Biden needs to declare the climate emergency and do a whole bunch of sweeping executive actions extra legislatively. And he's cheering this. He's cheering this as the majority leader of the United States Senate, who should chiefly be concerned about protecting his branch's constitutional authority. But because he's on the same party team with the president, he cheers massive executive overreach because it achieves his political ends. That's something that maybe the founders... I wouldn't say they didn't foresee it because they talked about the dangers of parties, but I'd like to see more strength. I'd like to see more specific language that says, no, listen, this is only Congress's job and that's it. No, listen, this is only the president's job and that's it. That's what I would do. Um, Sam says with each passing day, the values and foundational precepts that this nation was built upon are slowly being worn away. What do each of you consider to be the most important values, principles, and, and traditions that you will pass on to your children. Mm. Um, I, it depends on if it's a daughter, or a son. I mean, to my daughter, you know, you never really know how your kids are going to turn out. You can, you can do which, what you will. And then sometimes it just, like, I know a lot of really good parents that just ended up with piece of shit kids, just mm. totally unaligned values and everything like that. So I don't want to act like I have it all figured out. But if there's one thing that I want my daughter to do is it's to learn how to choose the right man and mm. to get married when she's young. If, if I could instill one value in her, it's going to be, you know, get married before you are 25. And I think that's really pushing it. Um, you have to, you know, teach your children in the image of your own mistakes. Um, yeah, I mean, that's going to be super important. And it's just going to be raising her is going to be about instilling in her a lot of values that are going to make her more marketable as a marriage candidate. I know this Mm. sounds really sexist. And then for my son, it's just going, if God grants me a son, um, it's going to be about teaching him how to be a good leader and a strong husband. Mm. Uh, And that's 
truly all of my mothering instincts are telling me that this is what I need to focus on. Sure. Uh, to me, the first value, the primary value will be the truth. No matter what, uh, you tell the truth, you pursue the truth, you don't betray the truth, you don't skirt the truth, you don't try to cheat the truth. You, you yeah. keep loyal to the truth above everything. And I do mean everything. Um, we talk about, there's a story I just, um, I saved for Sunday about how yet another uh, college, some college student turned in his dad for being one of the capital riders and, and cashed in um, on a GoFundMe <laughs> after turning his dad in. And talk about what the highest values are because we see people betraying family for politics, you know, and, and those sorts of questions. But um, so I, I've thought about a lot about that lately. What are the highest values and where does family fit in that stack and, and where do other things fit in that stack? I think to me, the truth is paramount. The truth is number one. Um, and, and you go from there. So that's what I'll teach my kids. Um, if, uh, if, if I get the opportunity, of course. Thank you for that. Um, management, Timothy two twenty two twenty four 24 states, flee the evil desires of youth and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Don't have anything to do with foolish and stupid arguments because you know they produce quarrels and the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but must be kind to everyone, able to teach, not resentful. Why do you think our people forget or forgot the superior wisdom of the past. Isn't that just human nature? I mean, if we, if we learned from any of our histories, from any of our ancestral histories, uh, I mean, we would live in a much more peaceful society. I think it's just human nature to think that we have more information now. So things are going to be different when we make the same decisions. Yeah. Also we're secular now. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I am interested in that question, though. Why do we always tend to look at um, at our ancestors and think they were foolish or backwards or something? Yeah, they didn't have the, cool the internet. Yeah, we didn't have the cool tech toys that we have. But there are certain fundamental truths about the world that we all experience, regardless of the era in which we experience them. And people develop wisdom over time. Um, I, I think that's. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I wish we would spend less time as a society tearing down traditions. It seems like we're tearing down a lot of traditions right now. And that's not to say that all tradition is should be upheld all the time. But we should just take a moment to pause and try to at least understand why those traditions were in place. Mm-hmm. Most likely in more cases than not, I would think there's probably some solid reasoning behind them. We should at least understand that before we start deconstructing, but people can't help themselves because everyone in the past was an idiot. Apparently everyone was so yeah. much dumber than you. The biggest genius ever to arrive on this earth. Congratulations. That's smart. Yeah. Lee says, uh, I don't participate in social media, but ever since I saw the, I saw what happened to parlor. I decided to start de Google my online profile. We rely too much on them. And if they decide to deplatform you, you're fucked. I just started using DuckDuckGo as a search engine and P- and, Proton mail for email. Have you started doing this? Um, I use DuckDuckGo, yeah. I mean, I, I like to use alternative tech and alternative platforms where I can. That said, I run uh, an operation. I run a business that is primarily done through YouTube. You know, I, where there's an alternative, I will take it. But I'm not purist about severing my relationship with the uh, with the Googles and the Twitters and the Facebooks. Um because you know i have i have some i have some establishment there um 
but that doesn't mean that I don't hope that there are greener pastures in the future. Um, I, I guess to me, like being purist, purist about it for me right now would mean destroying everything I've ever built in this arena. Mm-hmm. And if they ban me, they mm-hmm. ban me, but I'm not going to start chopping. I'm not going to start taking down the bricks I've built myself. Someone else is going to have to smash them. And if they do, then I'll, I'll go start placing my bricks elsewhere is kind of my philosophy. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess I still use Google for what I have to, but yeah. I'm not happy about it. And you know, I do use Google as a search engine a lot. Um, and I don't really worry about hiding the things that I'm searching for because I just kind of feel like we're going to reach a critical mass where every single person out there could be absolutely destroyed by their search history. We've already <laughs> reached that point, right? I'm surprised we don't have like uh spec ops, uh spec ops guys going in to steal people's search histories to uh to destroy. Oh, it's like, so bad. It's <laughs> like, like if you you want to ruin someone's life, yeah, just get the hard drive off their computer. And yeah. um and it's not even about like the files that might be on there. It's just the the search history that exists in the browser. Yeah. For sure. Think about That'd the last be- everybody sit here and think about the last five things that they've searched online. The uh Sometimes we get questions about superpowers. That'd be an interesting superpower. See everyone's search history. Like, you know, if you could I don't want that information. I probably don't either, but I think I would I would find it funny for uh an hour or two. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. All right, let's uh finish up these super chats and close yeah. out. My baby's uh, all pissed off. Streamlabs. Just a couple over here. Let's see. Um Miles Kinslow. Oh wait, no, no, no. Uh, yeah, Miles Kinslow says, hey, guys, did you see? Oh, no, no, Miles Kinslow. That's where we left off. Thanks, Miles. Crypto Crook says, America, go to the Beauty and the Beta Telegram channel. We have memes, spicy takes, and very good vibes overall. And we're, you're, going to, uh, you're going to like it apes together strong. I, I am, I'm not even a member in this channel. And I set up a Telegram, but I don't really get Telegram. I'll be honest. I, I don't really understand it. So, But I'm open to it. And if you're on Telegram, there is apparently a, a channel. And um, actually, Crypto, send me an email. If there's an existing channel, I could put that link on my website or in the description and stuff. So thank you for building it. Candy Mac says, look, if people are going to find new fields. Oh, did I already? How did, did I get screwed up? I must have missed that one earlier because Candy Max I read. But Candy Mac also said, Matt, imagine all the Matt and I made love jokes that will be made about your quote unquote poll. Did I make a poll joke earlier? P-O-L-E? Did I say something about polls? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Sorry if I missed the reference. Um, Crypto Crook says, Matt, you missed my message. I, but I came back to it uh, incidentally. It. So, I'm sorry about that. Um, but I got it. I don't know how that happened, but I appreciate the reminder. Uh, Kim says, I just need to make a correction about my super chat on Sunday about the COVID vaccines. There was a typo I didn't see. I meant to say some places are paying nurses $50 an hour to administer the vaccine, not five. Okay. Yeah. I was curious about that. Cause I interpreted that to mean like a $5 an hour bonus or something, but you're saying $50 straight up. That's um, as far as I understand the nursing field, that's a lot of money an hour to, uh, to be administering those vaccines. Mm. Anyway, are you good over there? Yep. Justice for Poet says, first time listener, long time caller, just want to thank you guys for making my Monday morning drives a little better. Love you, Matt and Blonde, and then a dick. Oh, well, thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> Josh and Jesus is Blonde. I just sent you the Chipotle video. Okay, cool. Thank you. Slasher says, Tom Woods Liberty Classroom is a good source for parents looking for more freedom minded American history. Mm. Okay. 
Swiftner Braveheart. Great, com- great earlier conversation regarding hate. A thought, if we love liberty and remain merely ambivalent towards oppression, we'll lose what we what we fail to love dearly by tolerating its antithesis for too long. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. That's good. Sam Potter, no, no, thank you, sir. Nick says, I graduated from Temple Uni in Philly in 2019. I was forced to take classes where I had to explain why film TV was racist. <laughs> Not if, like King Kong. That's- <laughs> well, at least King Kong is a fun one to get if you have to... <laughs> you don't want to get some like boring you know movie where you have to really pick at like potential racist themes that are super subtle you can be like i don't know (laughs) this big giant ape yeah how could you not be racist in explaining why king kong is racist (laughs) well actually uh 15 percent of the no there's (laughs) there's just no way to do it um swiftner braveheart um, some white pill efforts for you, I hope. Um, if you or the community aren't familiar, one, American Redoubt, two, American Contingency, three, Jacko Underground, all defensive community building networks by our veterans. Mm, okay. Check those out. Yeah. Thunderstorm. Talking to some ladies, I learned Matt and Blonde are both an autumn in skin tone. I am actually not an autumn. I am a winter. I wouldn't know. Um my wife is fairly knowledgeable about makeup. She could probably tell me, but I have no idea. It's an unfortunate. Uh, I don't know. What colors do you look good in? You wear blue and red. I uh, bet you can't pull off orange, so you're probably not an autumn. I, well, I, I don't know. I, I, I prefer wearing blues and reds, but that said, I don't know. I would, I, I would say that I think those look best on me, but I don't really have an eye for that sort of thing. Does yellow make you look like you're going into liver failure? I hardly ever wear yellow. I don't, I don't like wearing yellow. Yeah. You're, you're not an autumn. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they're right. Who knows? Who knows? Swifter Braveheart. Um, two good lockdown reads, searchable online PDFs for everyone's micro community effort, alpha strategy, contrarian investing ideas, and swarm wise, a fast adaptive decentralized grassroots organization. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Thank you. Ben Z box. I've been trapped in Cali, but I convinced my boss. I'm terrified of the Rona. So now I can work remotely. <laughs> permanently time to get the hell out of here that's wow. fine i'm that's there's a lie i can get behind yeah fair um, enough mike adams i'd super chat but blonde's hotness burned my hand no wow. simp you get out get out <laughs> i'm 33 married and i have a child it's too late for this <laughs> but thank you thank you mike uh nuke the ice caps we live in a sad state of affairs when the most powerful question you can ask is do you hate me um, used to be, I just asked people if they considered why before they made their decision. I mean, do people, why do people care if they're hated? No, I, I, I get it. Uh, we want to be liked and we want to have people's approval, but part of maturing is not caring if people don't like you, if people even hate you. It's, it's just it, part of maturing is realizing that there are a lot of people in the world who just will for any number of reasons you consider stupid. And honestly, that's okay. And the other thing is like, they're perfectly within their rights to do it. Anybody can hate you or me for whatever goddamn reason they want. And there's nothing wrong with them doing that. And I don't get, there's no, I don't have a right to go control them because they do like, all right, you hate me, leave me alone. I'll leave you alone. Sounds good. See you never or whatever. Yeah. And people, and there's no controlling why people hate you. Like there are people that I, truly hate just because they're like 
fence sitters. They're just too <laughs> worried about, about other people not liking them. And that for me is a reason for me to hate you. Well, that's inadvertently you have just exonerated me of the accusation of fence sitting. Cause if I truly was, I think you would hate me and the show would have never yeah. survived. No, I just bust your chops on the fence sitting thing. I actually think you're a very principled person, Aww. but do you know any people that are like so concerned about being well liked that they basically have no personality? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. I find Absolutely. that an infuriating and intolerable quality. And I would just rather somebody legitimately be somebody that I, yeah, hate cause they'll, for- they'll never stand up for themselves or anybody. And that's, no really it's hard to respect that person in the same way that I respect someone who stands up for himself or for what he believes in, even if it's totally contrary to what I believe. There's just a, there's something about standing for something, even if the something yeah. is mistaken, that is admirable. Yeah. 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 yeah I'm with you. Uh They say that only God could make a tree, but it took an Australian to come up with dwarf tossing. <laughs> Have you seen that? That's pretty good. No, I'll, I'll look it up while you carry on. I got to see this. Head McNeck. Fascism.com links directly to Trump's wiki page. Just now got Dwarf, curious and checked. I'll have to check it out. Dwarf tossing, also called midget tossing. I'm surprised that's still allowed. Dwarf tossing was started in Australia as a form of pub entertainment in the early 80s. Wow. Okay. Major you do have to have to consent from the dwarf, unfortunately. <laughs> Can they even consent? consent? I don't know. No. <laughs> Graham Godfrey to raggle fraggle. Are you going to do a GoFundMe for Matt's baby? Ooh. Uh, well, the, the, I, I, I reject this. No, not. I, to, yeah. yeah. We, we appreciated <laughs> you guys last time around, but at the same time, like, you know, we, we're, we're doing just fine, you know? And, and I want to plan for within what I have and I don't want to be, I, I appreciate people who who think those thoughts and, and it's very generous of you, but, um, but no, I just want to carry on. I, I want to, I want to make a living by providing something that people like to consume and building a community. People like to have, I don't, I don't want to be given special treatment because, you know, because and that's that why happened. Matt has started an only fans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. And actually full disclosure, I want people to know when that, when that was done, there was half of the fund that was set aside for the eventuality that I would have kids. And that money is, is still saved on my end. So th- in addition to just, I don't, I don't want special treatment like that. Um, this was done already and I don't want to duplicate that sort of thing. So yeah, I just want people fully aware. Um, Cause like I said, 2020, that, or, that is my new year's resolution. Become a dad. All right. Working hard. Um, so hopefully sooner rather than later, but I just want people clear on that front. No pressure ping too. Yeah. Midnight in exile. DNC and DS are owned by China through bribery, infiltration and investment. They needed to crash the economy to stage for election fraud. China wouldn't call in their marker long plan to sell us to China at this point. I'll, mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I believe that. Um, doesn't matter. What's the best word to describe what the media and government have done to enable the scamdemic bamboozled, hoodwinked, horn swoggled, Fugazi or Fauci'd? I like Fauci'd. That's good. That, we got Fauci'd. That guy. He was talking double masks on the news this week, too. Uh, I like duped. It's just very simple. I, I, I usually use the word duped or um i just i I just sent you what was the word i used when i i want to talk about the anal swab on sunday what was the word i used there or no i'm talking about i think uh, you said we've been had played played um 
Yeah, if people didn't see, China is now doing anal testing for coronavirus, and I guarantee that's coming here. I we honestly, joked, I've had the coronavirus test. I would probably rather get an anal swab. <laughs> we it's joked so last year that soon Fauci was going to be like, "Oh, walk around with a thumb up your ass. It really helps prevent coronavirus," and half the people would. They're this close to doing it. They're going to do that. Hey, put your clown nose on and stick a thumb up your butt. Guaranteed corona protection, and everyone yeah. everyone will get in line. Can you read some of these? My eyes are so yeah. strained because my computer is like 10 feet away from me. Meg says, uh, stoked to send you to my first super chat. Thank you, Meg. Appreciate oh, it. You. Ryan Cooper says, I wanted to purchase a new firearm, but I'm now leaning towards a 3D printer. What do you think? Uh, well, a 3D printer in theory the achieves both. Um, so that, uh, it, it, uh, that said, I don't know about the reliability of 3D printed firearms. Um, hopefully in the future, I will be able to make one 100% legally to the ATF listener. For now, I, I don't have experience with them. Um, so actually, if you don't have any guns, you say purchase a new firearm. To me, that doesn't tell me if you have any currently or not. If you actually don't have a firearm with which to protect yourself, get that first. Get that, yeah. But if you have plenty and you want to do some, uh, personal building or experimentation get the 3d printer blonde's mothering instincts were gangsta as hell accurate i guess i'm doing an okay (laughs) job just okay though john gray says when do you think tulsi gabbard will finally switch over to the red side she has more common sense than 99 percent of congress right now by the way blonde's mom bun is looking spot on that's good to hear i wash my hair in three days that's why uh Tulsi Gabbard, uh, and she's she just launched her own podcast, and I know she's been making the round on a lot of people's shows. Uh, I don't. I wish I could pick her brain a little bit more on why she believes in certain big government things like single payer healthcare yeah. and banning certain types of guns. Because right now she's talking about the surveillance state and what she's saying about basically her her. She had a viral tweet thread recently that was like, "Yeah, what happened at the Capitol was bad." That said, if we use it as the premise to sweep away American liberty and American rights, it will be a much worse result. We can't allow the expansion of a surveillance state. All of that stuff I agree with 100%, and it's built on a fundamental distrust of government, but in particular the federal government and centralized government. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how she reconciles that view with the idea that the people who shouldn't be tapping your phone lines should be running your health care or should be deciding what kind of firearm you can protect yourself with. And I, I'd love to have a conversation with her like that in good faith. I There's a lot of stuff I disagree with her on, but she's not the sort of she's not the sort of person who I think is trying to to dunk on you and call you an evil Nazi if she disagrees well, she with you. She clearly still has faith in American institutions because of her mm. military service. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess the only thing that keeps her on the left is her belief that certain tax and spend programs are effective i guess anyway um yeah any uh, i i hope uh, she's able to maintain influence doing whatever she decides to do now that she's out of congress um because i i do still like her even if i don't agree with everything that she says more more tulsi type people i wouldn't i wouldn't freak out i'm not worried if there are more tulsi type people um no those to, are leftists i could probably coexist with yeah Although they'd still take your money and redistribute it as they see fit. So maybe not. She would take my money with guns that I'm not allowed to have. The ultimate yeah. irony. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, that is it for the night tonight. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Very much appreciated. 
Um, we will be back on Sunday to talk about whatever the hell else happens this week. Um, I definitely want to get into this GameStop stuff just a little bit more now that I, after I develop a better understanding of exactly what's going on. And then I was messaging you about this. Did you see they're now saying a second Capitol Police cop has killed himself after nope. the, the uh-uh. I don't. I don't believe him. Nope. This is... We're being played. We're being had. We're being bamboozled, hoodwinked, all those words. We'll update you on Sunday. See you then. Yeah.